Yo, 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 it's your man, Distinguished to God. XAB. <laughs> XAB had a little delay. We're going to fix that in the edit, y'all. We're going to fix it in the edit. Yo, we back. Dad has some bow ties. Episode 16. We here. What's up, bro? Facts. So let's get into this icebreaker. Yeah. All man moment. What's good for you? Uh, it's been a motherfucking week, bro. Especially at work. Especially at my job. <laughs> We're not going to say where I'm at, but yeah, everything is good, but... You know when management be saying and doing little shit that make you feel like you're not doing the job, but you know you're doing the job. So they just be like, hey, if I was you, I'd do this just to make sure because I want to make sure that you're getting everything out of the position that you're in. Right. Like, like today, my manager told me some shit. Basically, basically what she said was, you know, sometimes I feel like you have stuff that pops up. So if you want to be in this position, we could we could give you another position that accommodate your whole life, and I was like, oh, nah, <laughs> something about what you say, you 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 see that I could potentially be something bigger than that. So you telling me to kind of settle for this shit because she's like, yeah, you know, I see, you know, you requested this off, that off, and it's cool because we tell you guys before the fifteenth to make sure that you you know request certain days you don't want to work. So I'm like, so why the fuck are you telling me this shit? Man, that's us. So at my all man moment was like, I gotta be careful, bro. That's I mean, a fact, we all gotta son. be careful at the workplace. You got to be careful about what you say and who you build relationships with, man. Because these niggas at the workplace be out to get in there. Building relationships. That's one way of putting it. Yeah. So <laughs> that's my all-man moment. I just, I, just, I just gave her the lie. I was like, ah, And then I, and she was like, do you want... So then the shit that had me fucked up was, oh, so do you want me to bring this up to management? No. The mm. fuck? No. We, this is a me. I'm yeah, like, oh, a, I, I see who you are. This is me. We tethered. Right. This is <laughs> Yeah. So when she said that, I was like, don't worry. And then she was like, I just, I, I didn't think it would be this soon. And then she was like, do you have stuff that happens outside of work that seem like they're bigger than work? I was like, me? I mean, I was like, yeah, I probably got some stuff going on. But I was like, I don't bring up my, my personal stuff at work. I don't right. do that. She's like, oh, okay. Well, let me know. So I was like, oh, man. Okay. Yeah, I don't yeah, know, man. I, my, oh, yeah, I don't know. I man. ain't comfortable with that conversation. Yeah, I'm not comfortable either. So my old man this week, I had to like come to an epiphany and conclusion um, regarding like certain things about myself. So, like, I was having a conversation with one of my homeboys the other day, mm-hmm. and we were talking about a situation that I've been dealing with for a year and a half. Y'all know that situation. <laughs> um, and, like, I just had to, like, sit myself down and really be like, yo, why do you entertain this situation, son? Like, this situation oh, oh, oh my God. really... 
is something that doesn't even deserve being entertained in no way, shape, or form, regardless of like how much potential you see in that situation. So like I just was like, like especially with all of the new things that are happening, new people that have been coming in my life lately, I just been like, yo, I don't know, X. You just gotta like really put some distance between you and that situation so that things can really like normalize a little bit differently. So I just like had to really like come to that conclusion mm. where it was like, I gotta stop entertaining certain things. Because I'm I'm like getting frustrated with the immaturity of certain things that that are coming my way. Like the the there are things that I end up dealing with regarding that situation that are so immature and beneath me that I'm just like, yo, I'm I'm tired of it, son. And even even with some some of the new people, it's like, yo, I'm tired, son. Y'all are y'all are really immature, son. <laughs> like the, the immaturity is crazy. And I'm like, yo, I can't deal with it. Like, I mean, a uh, part of that too is, I mean, you 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 have been getting older, bro. Facts. It's we, a fact. We all have been getting older, actually. I mean, and I I'm sure that plays a part in it, but right. there just seems to be like there seems to be Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so like it just I, I mean, I think that plays a part. I definitely think getting older plays a part, but it's also the facet of like I was at this training the other day and the shit was so rudimentary. Mm. It's like my mental capacity can be used in so many other ways than things that are dramonious and just elementary. And I feel like even with dealing with with people mm-hmm. and that particular situation, it's like I'm being dragged in things that are so beneath me that it's like, why would I entertain something like that? That it's it's mind boggling. Like it's it's so like whack and beneath me. It's like, nah, I can't even I can't even fathom entertaining some foolishness like that. Right. Like for instance, constantly being in involved or or putting yourself in situations where it almost seems like now there's a competition between myself and another individual like that shit is corny so it's like why do you why am i going to keep entertaining a person that's going to continue to put me in a situation like that where it's like all right you did it one time you know what i mean like we had a conversation you did another time all right now it's like Nigga, you doing this shit on purpose? Like what? Like this shit is corny. Like this is some kid shit, and I can't, I can't. So, I just came to the conclusion, like, yo, I really gotta <coughs> just deal with certain things accordingly and not really focus too much energy on that because it ain't, it ain't doing shit for me. So that was my that, all man that, moment. That is a big ass all man. That's uh, yeah, that that that's an epiphany. Yeah, that's definitely an epiphany. That's real yeah, shit, bro. Boy. Real shit. That's I ain't some, even want to uh, be bothered. That's son. some coming of age type shit. That's just like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's about that time, bro. Like to just, yeah. Like I ain't even want to deal with shit, bro. Like I, it's like the certain corny shit. I'm like, alright. I'm just like, not even entertaining certain things. So it's just, yeah, it's definitely one of those. But um, yeah, I think I'm. A, I can go ahead talking. Mm. Gotcha. Um, I didn't even know. Congratulations, Kalani. Yep, Kalani had a health. I think it was a baby girl. 
healthy baby girl. Didn't she just put out a, a, a record? She put out a project. Right. Project, project uh, is fire. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, her last project was also fire. We were talking about that last year. Last project was definitely fire. Oh, so fire. she out here. She, 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 she basically I, doubling up on her I success. Think, I think she's, she's... Staying at a good place. I think she's one of them artists that are here to stay. Okay. Yeah. Right. I feel definitely like she's been pregnant for... potential. Yeah, she's been yeah. pregnant for like three years, though. Shout out, shout out shout out to Kaylani, especially for everything that, you know, was going on with her prior to her coming back and shit. Yeah, like she's going through a lot of shit. Yeah. yeah, man. But she definitely was pregnant for forever. I don't, but congratulations. Right. Um, she said, like, of course, she said having a baby changed her life and right. she feels like a different person. Is she with the person that she had the baby with? No, we don't even know who she had the baby with. Wait, I huh? thought she was gay. She was with a girl. And then she just popped up one day pregnant. Boy, you don't hit you don't hit my line no more. Oh, no. <laughs> That's crazy. You don't make it rain, rain, rain. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know That's what happened with that. While. Y'all niggas here for that Apple credit card? I didn't even hear about that. Uh, you gotta explain That's that. I'm not too sure what's about. <laughs> that that's gonna fuck up the entire credit card industry. Apple is Apple is partnering, wild. I believe, with Mastercard, oh, if I'm not mistaken, shit. and they have a new Apple credit card and they're boosting it as complete privacy apple doesn't know what you buy when you buy it how much you paid what um oh whoa so it's supposed to revolutionize in that aspect well that's what i'm saying it's not good i don't know bro i don't know so i have a question though because we all have credit cards in here fact some of us have more debt than others (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately um is their credit card going to differentiate from other credit cards in terms of, I get that, like those are cool perks that they're giving you the credit card, but they don't know how much money you spend. So my question is now, so are they going by the same standards as a regular card? So like the APR, are they are they going by 12 months, 24 months? I think months? it's a 2% APR. Wow. That's two, beyond crazy, bro. That's beyond fucking crazy, yeah, bro. I mean, it's 2%, 2% APR? 2%? That's what, I, that's what I read that's on cool. Twitter. Talk to us. What? 2% APR is, is oh. all types of wow. That's so. That might be like the first year or some so, shit. So, though. so, so, Flo, break that down. What does that mean, bro? 2% APR is 2% <laughs> interest being added every month to the total balance. But at the end of the day, 2%. 2% for the is, first year? It ha- that has to be like a that's first what I'm year. Saying. Yeah, because normally credit that's cards nothing. are like 18, 18 or 24. Right, I was about to say, because I was about to say, 2%. We're not talking about 24.7, 24.9. We're talking about 2%. Nah, so. but that was what someone on Twitter said. So you okay, can't, you can't go by. You can't go yeah, by. Don't, don't, you can't don't go by on that. But I do believe it, it's a, most likely is a 0% um, for, the for the first year. For the first year. Which makes sense. And then which, the second, which is pretty standard. And if it is 2%, part. then they really trying to revolutionize they're it. Really oh, they definitely trying to revolutionize it. If it's 2% in general, they're on a whole other ball. Yeah, they're yeah, on they doing some next shit. They don't... Nah, they won't do that. They won't make no money. But 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 I have a question. So... And my question is for the person that's listening, like some of us here that are in debt. So if you have an Apple credit card and you look at it like, all right, cool. Could this be the credit card that'll help a nigga get out of debt? Like, let's say you looked at your other shit and you're like, damn, this shit is 24 point whatever. But I'm at 2%. If I buy shit on this and pay shit back on time, this shit is going to help me boost my... They wouldn't do that because well, okay. niggas, niggas is going to be like, this credit right. card is only 2%. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to consolidate my debt that's and what put I'm, all of it on this credit card saying. and just pay off this one so credit card. So there has to be a catch, bro, because that's when you talk about revolutionized, there has to be some other shit that we're not hearing yet that they didn't say. 
If that's I mean, your 2%. That's right. that's bonkers. That, that'd be kind of crazy if it's 2%, though. Because I want... I, I would I, jump on it ASAP. But I, I read it last night. They was like, yeah, the Apple credit card has a 2%. Blah, blah, blah. Not mm-hmm. bad. Not... not not. It was like, it's decent. Not bad. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm going to recheck that. But... I'm sure there's a bunch of perks related yeah. to Apple regarding right. this card. Right, because I'm because I'm, I'm thinking too now, let's say you're a Samsung person, but mm. you get the Apple credit card. Mm. Are you going to get the same amount of perks as if you were an Apple member versus a Samsung member in terms of like cell phone device? Well, I'm sure like you got an yeah. Apple card. Right. They already had a credit card with, with um, Barclay. Right, because I feel like I heard this before. Like they had a credit card. Right? Yeah, they had a Barclays right. credit card. So right. if you apply for the Barclays credit card... Uh-huh. You would get that, and, and, get perks. and you would get you would get business perks when it okay. came to buying Apple products. Oh, so Barclays Bank itself. Yeah, so okay. I guess Barclays was given a line of credit, mm. but it was issued by Apple. But it yeah, wasn't yeah. an Apple card; though. it was a Barclays mm. card. It was a Barclays. Okay, card. gotcha. And Barclays so, is a bigger international bank than right. the U.S. bank. So. so so I guess it was it they had that situation that must have brought them on to be like yo why don't we make our own card right and I'm sure there's some type of Apple perks anytime right. you have the Apple credit like you know how Master has certain it things be, where you know what it might be it might be two percent cash back could be we'll we'll look but that's still that's still pretty good what what okay. what it what I'm thinking is uh-huh. just like how Master and some of them like they'll have. Oh, you get the tickets for Rock Nation or Title. Right. They probably have some shit where you get the Apple products first or at a super discount just to get. I would get the card though. I, I would. think. I what I think the deal is. I think the deal does have something to do with the two percent. I think what they're doing is, if you get an Apple credit card and you buy Apple products, you get two percent cash back on all products bought mm-hmm. through Apple. Mm-hmm. And of course, if you're getting two percent cash back on a thirty-five hundred dollar computer, yeah, that might pay off your next month bill. Right. Right. You feel me? That's so that's not bad. I think it should maybe be like five percent because now you've I'm you're you're convincing me to get a credit card that's brand related. But you know, if that's the case, then they can maybe offer a fifteen percent APR. Then I think it's a dope card. Well, I'm thinking too now. So if we're really thinking about the perks that will come along with it, if the average person that is an Apple user, like religiously. I'm pretty sure they're going to have, like, back in the day, cell phone companies, if you would sprint for X amount of time, like, you get a special situation with your phone mm-hmm. bill or a special type of situation with products. Mm-hmm. Like, some people, damn, they pay nothing, and they've been with Sprint for, like, 20 years, and Sprint has evolved, like, these other companies. But I know people who, I know some people who are paying $20 for their phone bill because they've been with Sprint since, like, the beginning of time type shit. Yeah, grandfather so, deal. Right, yeah, they, they grandfathered in. So maybe that could be a situation with Apple. If I think that I think that would be dope. I mean... You guys probably have more Apple products than me. I just got into Apple, so I'm still new. Uh, I'm not X really an Apple I have user. nothing but Apple products. Yeah, right. X, is, X is probably right. the Apple yeah, guy Apple in this room. Yeah, Apple the fuck out, so you need to talk to them. I'm a Windows guy. Yeah. I'm probably going to get an Apple card. Right. <laughs> if no, I look, him. Right. I, I right. need to look into it a little it bit more. It might be worth but, it, though. But it I'll, might be worth it. Yeah. I, will, I might get it. Um, Replace one of my other cards. Or I mean, I've been wanting to get a, a, a card specifically for business. Anyway, I was going to get... um. Capital One, but I think, you know, if I see what's good with this Apple card, I might get that. But now I feel like we're in this new age of technological financing because the card is also <coughs> equipped and attached to Apple Pay. So oh, shit. now we're getting into this realm where technology is playing a big 
component. So technically, it's a physical card, but the card will be attached to the Apple Pay. Apple Pay. Somehow, card. Apple Pay is is synchronized with it to that's, some extent. That's a little wild. I mean, it's no different than PayPal credit. Right. Well, yeah, so true, true, true. If you think about yeah, it from you that pay perspective, from your phone, right? Yeah. So I think that's that's where the convenience. I think they're moving into this era where convenience. Yeah. They want why not attach a credit card to it that they'll also. It's all about how they think about how they want to make their money back. Right. Why not have your that credit card? That sounds like a lot of mispayments. Mad <laughs> mispayments, bro. I don't even think it's that. I'm just thinking if I'm a business owner and you're using my my Segway platform to pay your stuff through that you might have your bank card attached to. Why not get a credit card situation that I'm going to make money from every time you pay your bill on the credit card because I'm getting a piece of that interest anyway mm-hmm. and attach my credit card to your Segway platform, which is the Apple Play. And now every time you use Apple Pay to pay for something, I'm still going to make money off of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're killing two birds at one stone and you're dominating, you're monopolizing your, your the income streams. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, it's just another way for them to make money. Yeah, I mean, the way I see it is it's too tempting if I got my credit card and my debit yeah. and associated in the same same aspect that I might nine times out, let's say seven times out of 10, be like, you know what? Let me not use my physical liquid cash and let me just use this credit card real quick. It's like, oh, this $200 purchase, mm, I got a bill coming in. I'm going to use the credit card. <laughs> and, you know, because it's all attached to it's the same Apple Pay. Yep. And so, you can just choose, pick and choose yeah. which one. You we, we go through that now with Amazon or Yo, even right. my PayPal. My PayPal has my debit card and a credit card attached right. to it. And I have PayPal credit. My PayPal only has, yeah, I got PayPal credit too. My, my PayPal credit. For my personal only has my debit for my business. Nah, I ain't even go down that route. Like, fuck that. I use PayPal for everything. So I use PayPal if I see if I go do a transaction right now, right? And I see PayPal there, I'm paying. I'm paying through PayPal. Oh yeah, PayPal actually just sent me something. It was like you have a lot of things that you sell because you know we got bars and barbershop coming mm-hmm. up. So right, like tickets. So they like yo, here's like they they said congratulations. Like we're gonna make sure your money gets processed faster. Type shit. I was like, oh, they're like because. You know, they take they, they take a percentage yeah. off of every sale. I was about to say that's, that's a good. that's right. that's so bread for them. Yeah, that's bread for them. They're they like, realize oh, that oh, you got money. Three point five percent, boy. <laughs> yeah, they like oh, oh, you what? getting money, money? Right. All right. Every every Let's... transaction that come out from D Flow Production got a three point five percent tax onto that. You ain't taking my bread, PayPal. Fuck out of here. Wow. Rest in peace, Tech Nine. Yeah, um, oh, I'm yeah. St- I'm blurred. Like I, I saw photos. I tried to read an article. I couldn't get through. It. What what happened to this brother? He said he went in his sleep, so he passed oh, in his sleep. Shit. Um, and this crazy. and this is the battle rapper because people yeah. were like confused if it was like the other Tech Nine. Yeah, I don't even know about that. Yeah. I, I heard about the other There's Tech Nine. There's another Tech Nine. I don't really know much about this the other one. Was tech a battle rapper. The other Tech Nine. Oh, I thought is, you were talking about the major artist, right? Nine. The major, yeah, who yeah. fucks with. Hundred thousand yeah, and shit, yeah, and them yeah. niggas Tech right from California, right, right. But but they're talking about this battle rapper Tech Nine, R.I.P. to Tech Nine. Oh, I gotta go back good. to see because I was definitely heavy on Smack DVDs. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm surprised you don't know more about. about right, him. yeah, I, nah, he wasn't. He wasn't the guy I would go to in terms of. I'm gonna I'm go check his shit out. I was on Loaded Lux. Mm-hmm. I was on fucking. Uh, uh, AB Soul type shit. Like, I, I was on rappers like that. You know what I mean? What's the rapper that always had issues with Loaded Lux? The rapper that they always had? No? I, I don't be watching the Smack DVD. Well, 
I don't even know these battle rappers. Not like no that. more, but back in the day, I still got them old ass DVDs. But yeah, but just, just shout, shout out to Tech Nine. Definitely uh, helped, I guess, in the pirate pioneering of the um, yeah Smack I, DVD era. I was listening to to, to Button earlier, and it, it was basically one of the things was like performance um, arts infused in battle rapping. Like he was one of the pioneers to like. They were like, he may not have had the bars at times, but he would perform it so well right. and bring certain things in right. that it would still make it get it off and, and yeah. make him. Yeah, because battle rap really and truly, besides all the vulgarity, because niggas be saying, you be hearing bars, you ain't never going to hear a real rapper say, like, this nigga could have never thought of that. Performance art is really what makes battle rap battle rap. And especially what niggas do, like niggas do theatrics. I saw a battle rap last year, my nigga. Niggas dressed up as Marvel characters. The whole, their battle raps wasn't about killing each other. It was about how they could like destroy the world with their powers. And mm. like, it was so fucking dope. And they all dressed up. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is what we need to see more of. More positivity. In battle. But we understand where battle rap comes from. Battle rap comes from the streets. So niggas be saying some wild yeah. shit about in the streets. Your daughter busting her foot. All type of all wild types shit. of it's just bad. They'll never be mainstream. It's called battle rap. It's called battle yeah, rap, yeah. but it's for your entertainment. Facts. <laughs> and it's just be wild. You be like, oh, replay that back. Like, niggas be saying, wild shit. All right, Tech Nano. Yeah, for sure. All right, Peter, brother. Big Sean. Yeah. Boy, a lot going on with this nigga. So, we didn't even bring it up, and I'm glad me and you didn't talk. How in the fuck this nigga, Big Sean, Talk about this week mental health issues. Nigga, last week, nigga, you was cuffed up in the whip with your ex. Nigga, when I ain't forget, nigga. And I ain't see nobody in the media say nothing about I'm like, this nigga think he's slick. So then next week, we're going to see a record drop. And then the week after that, we're going to see a mini project. Nigga, Big Sean, I ain't here for the bullshit. Bro. Well, you and Cardi be on that bullshit. I right think now, so. I think that's the <laughs> I think that's the problem because it's, it's being used way right. too much now. Yeah. Is... Is this whole? Mental, yeah. I've been through some shit. My mind wasn't right. Maybe he, his mind wasn't right. I'm not trying to take I didn't that know away he from him. Year off though. I was, I was like, now he took true? mad long off. He been gone for a minute. Two years. Oh damn. Yeah. So maybe your mental health wasn't right, but then I think too many people are using or or it's seeming is is being perceived as too many people are having mental health and then all of a sudden dropping a song. Like, those two things should be separate. Don't drop a song after telling niggas that you having battles with depression, this, that, and the third. It looks like, mm-hmm. a, it looks like a market employee. It, it's starting to look... It's starting yeah. to seem that way shit. Logic did... And then, like uh, surprise, it. surprise, mental health has been in the news for, for like, the last year and a half. That big, mm-hmm. heavy time. You know what I'm saying? So, it's, it almost seems like everybody is, is milking it, and it's like, that shit's getting corny. It's been corny, but... People actually go through certain things. People actually have mental health illness. And I'm not saying that you don't, but why you use... That's like me using sickle cell to promote every, the yeah, show. Every single time. You yeah, there's something yeah, coming like, up. Yeah. I have an attack. I'm like, yo, but right. go listen to the episode. Right. Like, that's that one, shit is that's, whack. That's one yeah. reason why for a lot of shit I do, like, people won't know unless, like, we really, really, really talking about it. Like, I'm not going to go into the details on what and how I tried to take my life when I was 10 years old, because it's like... I'm not gonna keep using that to be like, oh, well, this is why I'm doing this, that, and the third. Like, go well, see my content, right, right? Like, that was a moment in my young life. I ain't even, I wasn't even doing music at that point, or like poetry. I was just going through some shit that I thought was serious enough to possibly take my life. And I, you don't see me every fucking five. Like, 
Um, who's who? It's a Two Chains album on uh, Two Chains album with, with the old man, and uh, he said he has dialysis, mm-hmm. and he's like, and you don't hear me talking about pain every five minutes, right? Right. Like, yeah. I'm just like, yo, like niggas make excuses for everything now. I'm like, bro, that's not justifiable because you got a fucking disease or whatever. You ain't supposed to do that. But it, the, I, <laughs> on top of that, it's just weird. It's like, why do y'all correlate the two things? All right, you know, I'm about to drop this album. Right. I'm gonna let niggas know, like, yo, I was depressed. Da 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 da, and then I'ma drop a song a week right. later. I was depressed, and the music helped keep me focused. Yeah, like right. come on, y'all I, niggas. I, 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 I cut know. my hair, even though I made a religious oath that I wouldn't do it. Nigga, yeah. what? Well, yeah, what are y'all niggas talking about? You're dumb. <laughs> now your shit, yeah. shit getting getting kind of wacky now. Like yeah. y'all niggas gotta get yeah. over it. It's getting a little pitchy. Now I am here for the new music. I will say that. Yeah, I'm excited. That shit I, I, that shit I you, nigga. <laughs> Hope my track make it on the project. I mean, like that shit was fire. Yeah, that, that shit I sent you. Yeah, that, that, that nigga Big Shaw's like, well, I need to see more. That of this. two minute clip. That was heat, heat. Let's see if D Flo gonna be on the project. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was heat. Yeah, man. Let's see heat. what. Let's see what happens. I like this nigga better be producing this shit all fucking twenty nineteen. I'm gonna see no more e- emo shit, nigga. I want to hear the music. Yeah. I want to see Big Sean be what Big Sean, what we know he is. That's a fact. Facts. Big facts. And I feel like this might be. This might have to be his staple project. Like the last two were cool, right? But I want this shit to. Lost Scott Paradise is my best Big Sean album. I yeah, like I want this shit to slap. I like this last album. Yeah, I like I like the last two. They were cool. I decided it was dope. Oh yeah, I decided it was was. I decided fire. it was cool. Yeah, it, it was. I want this one though to be on some like it's his fifth album. So. Oh yeah, he yeah, gotta come with the slap. I think it's he gonna be. He's definitely gonna come. But <laughs> he's been getting better though because his he has first been getting better. Album, yeah, his first album was decent. Second album, I don't know. Yeah, second album. The was third trying. album, which was Dark Skies Paradise. Paradise. Shit. That shit was Fire. dope. Blessings, man. And then I decided seemed to be consistent. It was like it didn't get better, but right. it wasn't worse than Dark Skies. Nah, either. it was about the same. It was, it was about even. the same yeah. even type of scale. So I'm thinking this project is going to be a bit more. I don't know. We're gonna see. Yeah, gonna I'm see. I'm the, the 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 clip that was is circulating. Yeah. I liked what I heard. I would love to see what features he got for it. Cause I think for Big Sean, features is a big a big thing. He features needs has them. always been a big thing for him because features kinda some of his first singles would have features on it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like I mean he, the direction of this project, I I think they went in a What's the different. name of the album? I don't Nobody know. Knows Nobody knows yet. He okay. hasn't released any. Oh, he hasn't bro. released a date yet. Okay. No. I know when they were, I ain't going to get into much detail, but when, when they were pitching beats and stuff, the direction they were looking for was definitely not dark. Right, right. So they were definitely looking for more up-tempo. Okay. More, you know, I guess you could say not even bass-driven, but a bit more moving away from this silly sound. Mm-hmm. You feel I me? Mean? Oh, the so, silly witty show. Yeah, they, okay. They, it was just more I, to me. The what, what I got from it, like he really wanted to spit. He sounds like he wants to be. Nah, more he sounds like he wants to be like the spitter that. Because yeah. we know he got bars, but the majority of his career, look, he throws the wit in there. The little, you know what I mean? The gimmicky, the gimmicky, the gimmicky shit. Nah, I think you know what I mean? Project, niggas he's just singing more in this project for sure. I could yeah, tell you that. Niggas much. just want to hit bars. Nah, he look. It looks like it's a mature yeah, project. He's this serious. This is the year of the mature project. Like you're gonna talk about real issues. The mumble shit had its little it had its run, run, but I think all the serious artists are Coming dropping. Back. <laughs> Heat. Yeah, they dropping. Heat. I think I honestly think the industry didn't know what to do when the when the SoundCloud era hit. They just didn't know what to do, and people were getting hot off of it. So they embraced them, thinking that it was gonna be the new wave. 
Right. And then they realized that all these new little niggas right. was the two-year max. Right, but what's crazy You don't see none of these niggas no more. crazy is that Because I... you get tired of yeah. hearing ad-libs. Right. It was the, <laughs> the it whole was song. The, yeah, it was yeah. the era of the ad-libs. Right. And niggas thought they could get away with yeah. every time they read. Yeah. Right. Ooh. And <laughs> right. that was cool. Right. And it's crazy because everything comes back full circle. X just said it. My nigga, at the end of the day flow, this is about bars, my nigga. Yeah, that's and this is about making them hit classic records that niggas will sing forever. Not the mumble shit niggas is turning up to. Niggas ain't trying to hear that when they 70, bro. Nah. Dead ass. Niggas want to be... Bu- bu- like, real you shit. You know what happened, too? I think for a while we forgot who had the buying power. Right. We, 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 mm-hmm. I think the industry embraced these young niggas for getting these young niggas is broke. They're not right. buying records. They're not spending the $10 on these apps. Nobody's buying albums. Nah, niggas ain't spending bread. Like, who got who got the apps on their phone? Us. Niggas Facts. who could afford it. <coughs> and and we got to give credit what credit is due. I think, honestly, and this might be a hot take, but I think Joe Budden helped steer the culture back because he became such a big, prominent figure in hip-hop, and he's older. So a lot of people are getting their takes and their, <coughs> their like, perce- perceptions from him and it's helping to steer the culture back to like oh he likes bars so I like bars there's young niggas listening to Joe Budden right, 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 right. and they're like oh well I'm gonna listen to what he's listening to and I think that's one small piece of it I'm not saying he did the full shift right. but I also think that that little shit gets played out yeah that's true yeah jo- Joe Budden found a way to and it's so crazy Joe Budden this is how you know he's like 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 really an OG for his shit like he found a way to indirectly diffuse him and Drake's situation. Mm-hmm. Almost, I don't know if he did, but almost found a way to diffuse himself from the Amigo situation and then found a way to use his voice and was like, well, if y'all niggas ain't going to pay me what I'm worth on Complex, nigga, I'm going to do this shit over here. Little did we know, nigga, he got three things running right now. And that's technically what the fuck. I'm doing with my shit and what we doing with the shit that we about to start popping off with having like he has fucking state of the culture he got the Joe Budden podcast and then he got some other shit I'm just like this nigga is setting himself up so that niggas is gonna have to come to him for yo what do you think on like what's your take on I don't even think he said I think he's there already oh oh, nah oh yeah he's definitely there his word is already golden that nigga set himself up he's the biggest he's the biggest voice in hip hop yo after after Complex fucked up Nigga, when we saw the revolt thing going around, we should have known, oh, it's Tom. Diddy's involved? Oh, it's, it's over for you. Okay. You got a situation yeah. lined up. I think he, I think he played in a good space right now, for sure. He's getting He's that money, kid. Shout out to him. I think he found a way to capitalize. I mean, it's always, that's always the case. It's always the way to yeah. make, the, make the best product. Right. It's capitalizing records? on the demand that people are asking yeah. from, from you. Like, the, the podcast was doing well on YouTube and SoundCloud. And he found a way to make it so that, like, yo, I don't have to, like, I don't, I don't have to give this away for free, or I don't have to give it to a company because of the way everything is structured nowadays. So now I can just simply build it on my own and build a partnership with another company. And design the contract so that it's a partnership. It's a partnership. And I, I think what he's doing is fantastic, man. I man, shout outs to Joe because he stuck to his guns. Facts. Didn't didn't waver. 
didn't try to compromise and was just like, listen, I know the culture and I believe that eventually this shit will come back full circle. Y'all could do your rah-rah. Right. And I'm uh-huh. not going to shit on it. That, that was the that was a key component. Mm-hmm. He didn't. And you're right. He didn't shit on it necessarily. He just gave his opinion on it and mm-hmm. he let you know, like, listen, I'm not saying that what they aren't doing is good. I just don't like it. Right. That's just <laughs> that's, not that's, for me. That's, he, he purposely said, I'm the old nigga in the room, so it's not for me. It's but not for me. I can understand why the young niggas like it. Why young it. niggas fuck with it. I think what happened was our generation was just like, oh, this, this sounds cool. And then we walk in a room full of 20-year-olds and be like, Okay, this 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 is not for me. Yeah. <laughs> and niggas gently do the slow turn and walk back the fuck out the room because we're just like, nah, this, I can't understand what these niggas are saying. So that's just the reality of that shit right there. Yeah. So I I'm I'm excited. New Big Sean. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited too for where where hip hop is going. And I'm confused about this Mueller report. That just happened. Yo, I was, yo, it's <laughs> funny, bro, because I was watching it and I was just like, I don't know. I feel like when I was watching Trump, it was like, nah, you know, y'all could, I'm confident y'all could release the report. I was like, he's, something is off. Something is doesn't gassing seem right. it, bro. I'm like, something doesn't seem right. He's, he's too calm. He knows something. I was like, he, he, there's something off about how this is going to play out. I'm not comfortable with it. Bro, the whole thing seems fishy. So this, I mean, as citizens, we could see that there had to be something with the campaign in Russia. I'm not going to say that there was a conspiracy. I'm not going to say that I know exactly what happened, but the shit was just way too fishy. They lied too many times as a conglomerate for Mm -hmm. there to be nothing there. They lied about the dealings with the Trump Tower and how long it was going. They said yep. that it ended long time ago when it was still going. They lied about <coughs> the meeting they had at Trump Tower with all the different Russian-affiliated individuals and talking about, oh, we were just meeting, talking about adoptions, and then it came out mm. that they were meeting because someone said they had dirt on Hillary. Like, there was just way, there's way too much lying and weird shit regarding Russia that... The conclusion is there was no collusion. Mm-hmm. So, all right, cool. That might be the case. If the nigga was too dumb to even like set that up, maybe he just was getting used. I could get that. So maybe not collusion, but this nigga was being used by it. Mm. But then to the flip and say, but we couldn't, he's not exonerated on the fact of um, trying to obstruct justice. I'm like... I don't know. That's weird. Like, either yeah. it's a yes or a no, my nigga. Like, either he did it or he didn't. You know, this, throughout this whole, this whole situation, there was no real answers. Nah, they it's just like left vague, it. It's like vague responses just to make you be like, and bro, are you serious? You, you know, the piece, that's, the piece that's bugging me, son, is either this nigga Trump is an evil genius or this nigga is the luckiest man alive because the way this is designed right now, right? So, if it was a clear answer... The Democrats would have cut that shit off and they would have just moved on mm-hmm. to whatever issues that they needed to move on. Because it's still in a gray area, now it's a battle. And now you can rev up your base because the Democrats keep saying, well, wait a minute. If he wasn't exonerated, what was it? We need to see the report. We need to see the report. And now his base is probably like, now nah, you're just picking on a nigga. Mm-hmm. Obviously, nothing happened. Let the nigga go. 
And because of that, now your base is going to get revved up and be excited about the election instead of it just being like, all right, fuck it. We're going to cut that shit off. Now we're going to go back to healthcare, or we go back to this or we go back to mm-hmm. that. So now it's a fight again. And I'm like, yo, that's perfect. That's perfect for this nigga because he likes fights. He's not, he wouldn't have been cool with it just being like, all right, I'm exonerated. So leave me the fuck alone. Like, nah, that, that wouldn't work for Trump. Nah, he needs a fight, bro. Nah, he needs, he needs to, he needs a fight to feel like he's the, the the top person or the bully or the person who has the edge. Right. He needs to have that that mentality going into it. That's what makes Trump functions well. And he needs an enemy so that to go to his people and be like, see, they keep trying see, to they... take me away from you. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, man. This whole thing seems fishy. Obviously, this nigga Barr, the attorney general, is a Trump appointee. Um of course. But you know, we're supposed to talk about the in- integrity of the Justice Department. We'll Please. see what happens. The whole report's supposed to be released within a couple of weeks. We're going to see what I'm, I'm sure there's going to be some salacious shit in there. There's always some silly shit in there, bro. There's going to be something Beginning in there. with Donald Trump. Like, what, what else can you expect from this man? The good, the good thing about this inside thing is that we, we have seen and we are seeing a few white men go to jail. So it ain't like mm-hmm. people True. are being unscathed from this situation. My biggest issue with this entire thing is that every time it feels like we're getting close to really knowing what's going on, like you said, it's like niggas is like this with yes. how they talk. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, They're talking in parables, you know, bro. we have to make sure <laughs> we have to make sure that we do as much research on this as possible. I know that it looks like it's the facts, but it's not really the facts. I hate yet. that shit, bro. I'm like, bro, everything is right in front of you. Nigga, just say, you know what? If we fucked up, we really got to send him to jail. We don't want to send him to jail because we don't want to admit that we actually made a mistake. Well, the thing is, I honestly don't... I honestly am somewhat glad that nothing impeachable came out because... Niggas were shocked. Comey Comey has said a while ago, if we impeach him, it takes the, the country off the hook. And it also gives him this ammo to be like, oh... Like this was a witch hunt. This was that. This no. Take this nigga out during the next election. Like let that be the way that this nigga leaves office. Because if it's any other way, we'll never hear the end of it. Like it'll always be some fake shit added yeah, into yeah. it. It'll be mad. Niggas gotta vote this nigga out, and that's it. Like Beat get him, him horribly, out. bro. Yeah, like, like spanking. Get bro. this nigga out of here. So then my question is. What if the country is like, fuck that. We're going to show you real white supremacy with everything that's placed in front of us with this entire situation. He wins again. Then what? It's very real possibility that he could win Yo, again. Yo, and if that happens, my nigga. I don't even want to speak it into existence. I'm just bro. saying, yeah, though. Yeah, I can't like, do another four years of this shit. We really got to... Because if, if that happens now, for this viewer that's listening, what does that say about America, bro? What does that say about our democracy? What does that say about our amendments? What does that say about when men, white and black men, black and white women get on national television every fucking night before we go to bed, bro, and say no one is above the law? What does that say if this nigga is? If he wins. It says the same shit as Ben saying. I feel like this last four years has been the wake up call like like, that. What the fuck? All this white supremacy and all of the... (laughs) If you're the just, superiority if you're, has not gone anywhere. White supremacy, if you're rich and you can afford it, 
the law will work in your favor. Manafort only getting four years. Yo, bro. For shit that anybody else would have got 22. Easy life, nigga. Like, I think there's a black um, governor or some shit like that that did similar crimes to him, and he has 22 years. But this, but this is what I'm saying. Like, niggas is going to jail for stuff we know in this room. The average person in America who's not in a position like that to even talk the way he talks, mm-hmm. nigga, you you not nigga, you not even gonna see the jail you in. You're gonna be in the jail, don't even know you in the jail. Facts. Real shit. But bro. you always gotta remember, bro, at the end of the day, when they do sentencing, it's based on a slide scale. So if you're gonna sentence someone and they're like, you you create you did tax invasion, you could get sentenced from eight to 15 years. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's the judge's discretion as to whether or not he wants to sentence you to a max time for that crime or if he feels you could be punishable by the minimum amount of time. And they don't even have to go by that. They don't have to go by... Those are what they call suggested yeah. time frames. So they... And that's what happened with Manafort is mm. the whole... The nigga was supposed to get between 8 and... Or, or I think it was like... Ten, yeah, 8 and... And twenty or some mm, shit like that. Fill numbers. He ain't even yeah, get. The and they was like, scale, "Nah, bro. we just gonna give you uh three three years. Three years due to your due to influences, or due to this, or due to that." And a lot of these people are a lot of these right. people are personal friends. They're running the same. Yeah. Barely and, go to the same side, yacht club, side golf bar. club. It's not here, but the the Patriot dude. He's only getting a year. I don't know if y'all know. Oh, that. I didn't even know they sentenced him. I didn't know he's getting a year, bro. I was like, wait, he's getting one. Yeah, for the prop, he's getting one year. Nigga, I couldn't believe what I was seeing on TV last night. I was like, this country is so. So they up. probably convinced the judge that he, the judge, he had nothing to do with the with the um prostitution ring, shit, and he was Facts. only there to get a happy ending. And you know what he's going to do? He's going to donate a million dollars to that prison just before he goes. Yeah, yes, he he's before he goes. Of course. So when he gets there, he's straight. By the time he get out, he ain't even know he 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 not even going to know he did time. Yep, he's going to be out in four months. He if might. That. Good behavior type Good shit. behavior. I was, like, I was like, but I was just looking at it like, wait, we, we giving him a year? And that shit probably looked like a country club. That's what I'm telling you. He's going to donate mad bread to that prison, and he's going to go in that cell and be comfortable. Facts. He's a billionaire. TV. TV. Gourmet meals. Gourmet meals. It ain't going to be no king-size bed, but I guarantee it's going to be some fucking um, memory foam. <laughs> Twin right. bed that when he lay on that shit, his body quivers and shit. He, he good. He good, good. Speaking about that, you know, he he may not have the luxury of having a big, tall black nigga with a nine-inch dick working him out in the gym <laughs> when he's in prison, but uh, everybody's in the gym these days. Fuck is going on? Yo, bro. So, I'm, not, I'm not in the gym. I'm, 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 in, I'm in the crib. So I went to D.C., right? <laughs> yeah. D.C. was cool. I came back. You went, you went to the gym in DC? Yeah, I did. Oh, oh. I did. It was it was lit. This nigga always exploring. It was lit. But ex the explorer. Nigga, yeah. I, I I came back, bro. Every nigga in the gym, son. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I ain't never seen this many niggas in Planet Fitness at one time, my nigga. It was like 86 niggas. Literally couldn't get a weight. Couldn't get a weight, couldn't get a oh, machine. Shit. So I'm like, yo. <laughs> and then I told my homeboy about it. He was like, yeah, everybody in there trying to look at ass. I'm like, yo, 
That's trash. Honestly, that's, trash. Son. that's trash. That's my sentiment, <laughs> right there, bro. That's trash. Everybody in there trying to see some ass, bro. <laughs> nigga, go on, nigga, go on the gram. Them, them same bitches that play the fitness yeah, like, is putting the, the fuck, live on the gram. Get the fuck up out the gym, yes, my they nigga. Are, nigga. And mad niggas looking confused. Like, they ain't even know what to do with the weight. Like, they just looking like the shit, like it's supposed to work itself out. <laughs> like, my nigga, if you don't get your silly ass. Like a dumbbell. Yeah, nigga, like, what is up with you? Niggas is looking at me like I'm supposed to help them. No, nigga, get out. Get the fuck out of here, son. <laughs> but yeah, son, I don't know if you've been hitting the gym lately. I, I, I've been spring, hit, spring antics. Nah, I, I've been hitting the gym in my crib. I went to, uh, we, we had a show Monday, as you know, and I walked in and, and some nigga in the corner yelled out, T'Challa. I was fucking done. I had a similar outfit on and nigga was like, T'Challa. He was like, yo, you literally be. I was like, yeah, I be, I be. He working out, my nigga. I don't be going to the gym, though. I feel like the gym has, for me, has always been a distraction because you go to the gym and I'm going to just say this because a lot of niggas ain't going to say You go to the gym and on some real shit, like, you'll look at another nigga, but not in that way, but you'll look at him like, damn, like, this nigga buff. Like, I don't even want to be beside this nigga trying to work out because it's going to look like I'm almost not even trying or I'm not trying enough. This nigga, so like some niggas in the gym do be intimidating me. I ain't gonna front. So I literally go in the corner, take the weights, and just work out by myself. I don't That's go why to I don't go gym. to the gym. Mm. Per, I would want to go to the gym, but low keys, I don't like going to the gym because when I go to the gym, niggas look at me, I don't belong there. <laughs> oh, and I'll be man. like, nigga, I'm, I'm trying. Right. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> if you I'll make it. Get I get there, and niggas look at me like, Mm. Yeah, like, <laughs> but <laughs> you know nigga. what's crazy too? Like even when you told me that you have a past of like you was that nigga. Yeah. So it's just like, but niggas don't know. So it's just like, but in our head, it's like we we telling ourselves indirectly. Like I'm telling myself, oh, I shouldn't be here because I'm not as buff as this nigga. You telling yourself like, damn, like niggas looking at me like I'm not trying. Like nigga, I'm here because of that. So yeah. it's just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what your thoughts I, is on I'd that. I'd be like, fuck them niggas. <laughs> <laughs> nigga got the super confident. We need to go with this nigga. Shit. <laughs> I mean, super I've had my, I've, I've had my up and downs with the gym. Like I've been, I've been to the gym and, and I had like when I was way younger. Yeah. Not way younger. I'm, I can, I'm wilding. Yeah. But when I was younger. Yeah. And the old niggas in the gym would come up to me like, yo, you know, I wish I was doing what you was doing when I was your age. I've had times where I had to go. I I went back to the gym after a sickle cell attack, and I was skinny as fuck, and I look like I probably look like I didn't belong. Or I'm doing 15s, curling right. 15s, the nigga next to me curling 40s. Right. Um. So I just ended up getting. What happened for me was I went to college, and I'll never forget. I went to college, had a sickle cell attack. I was 110 pounds wow. at 18 years old. Not even 17 years old. Oh, uh, 110 shit. pounds. My roommate was like, yo, you skinny as fuck. I'm I'm taking you to the gym. Nigga was a wild racist, but he he was still cool. I don't even know how that works. But I don't know how that works either. He said you skinny as fuck. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm taking you to the gym, but he wild racist. He's wild racist. He liked you just enough to see you sweat. But so he was like... He was thinking about cotton. (laughs) He was like, all right, come on. So he took me to the the gym a couple times, and and he, he like taught me certain workouts, and... After, I want to say like three months, I went from like one ten to one fifty, and I was I was looking like built. Right. So after that, you was looking like you was beating your meat. Nah, <laughs> that's, that, that that wasn't it. that wasn't it. That wasn't it. You can factor it into the equation, but that was not the only reason. After yeah, you can factor that in. Now. That in. Like, I'm about to get this hey, ain't, nothing, ain't nothing worse than being in a dorm room with three other niggas 
and trying to find that that nice two hour gap. Oh, this nigga go to sleep at twelve thirty. This nigga got class. He'll be back at two thirty. This nigga gonna be back at three thirty. I could watch this porn for one minute. I got three minutes. I got three solid minutes. About to go ham on this nigga. Come in. But anyway, yeah, like <laughs> after that, after that one, after I got to one fifty, right. what I learned was I was just like, yo, honestly, that's fuck it, everybody right. else, and that's what he used to tell me too. He was like, yo, don't let anybody like fuck up your workout. You out here to work, and if a nigga got a weight that you need, you stay that nigga down. If a nigga got Wait, the machine, <laughs> yo, he was he's crazy. He was from Boston, that's why he was wild uh, racist. Boston niggas is wild. <laughs> I've been he, to Boston, but he was like. He would say he would say wild racist shit he ain't know was racist. He's like, yo, I got black friends. Like, he was one of those oh, niggas. Oh, oblivious, <laughs> oblivious. He was like, I'm not oblivious. black. He was like, I'm not racist. I got black friends. But like one of his first things when he came in was, oh, you listen to rap, don't you? I was like, nigga, I listen to everything. Why would you assume that? Well, you're black. I was like, all right. Oh, shit. Right, yo, yeah, this yeah, thing was wild racist, bro. This wild, bro. <laughs> he didn't even know he's being racist. But he didn't know. He was one no, of those. That's racist. He was one of those. But he, I would say that he loved everybody. He just didn't know. How to. Like what what he right. was saying, but um, and he had perceived per- perceptions about races. Oh, yeah, black people. That yeah. So, but um, because he said one time when he was in the gym, he said, "See, this is what I fucking hate about you." He was like, "Because you're black, you're working out wrong, and you're still getting big." I was like, <laughs> "Damn, son!" <laughs> you know, what nigga nigga? Brought down yo, your whole boy, like, wow. He broke it down, but yeah. he sounded dumb. Yeah, like yo, nigga, you got it. But after that, I was like, "Yo, fuck it." So now, when I go to the gym, right? You just even, think about that nigga. Yeah, I just be like, "Yo, fuck y'all niggas, right. man. Get the fuck up out of my face." Because you got niggas that be in the gym showboating. True. It was like, nigga, that was that happened the other day. I was in the gym. This nigga's mad big. It's right. like, nigga. <laughs> You know you. We you, all know you. We buff. all know you big, oh, nigga. Damn. Like I hate niggas like that, son. <laughs> that one two hundred and fifty pound six two nigga. That's right. yeah, nigga. <laughs> out his arms way out here, like that nigga there lifting. Bro, the like, nigga was being slowly strutting, doing wild shit, bro. Right. Like a, a little kid, not a young kid, like a teenager was like, "Oh, you using that weight?" Yeah, nigga. I was like. Bro, right, you relax. If you get your <laughs> demo ass out of here, facts, my nigga. You know what I hate too about the gym, though? I hate that smell. Oh yeah, the smell. Yeah, wild. Yeah, yeah, Some niggas, I'm like, nigga, did you bathe? Cause that ain't the dumbbell that smell like that. That ain't it, nigga. That's that your ass chief. crack. <laughs> that ain't it, chief. Nigga, 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 that's your mouth. Nigga, have that's you worked your goes, mouth out on something, nigga? Cause your mouth sound like I need to be put on something, bro. <laughs> but that's what happened at these gyms, bro. Also, with the gym like, and God, and yeah. the spring antics is right. thought mode is activated. When does thought mode get activated? After the winter, bro. After the winter, bro. <laughs> what month? What month is thought mode? April, right? bro. April, April, yeah, bro. Right at the end of March, nigga. We about to be. <laughs> We're about to be April first. A lot. I guarantee you. Look at all the reports. You look at Planet Fitness. Blink all of them. It's going to spike. April 4th. <laughs> that Friday. I think it's April 4th. April 4th. No, April 5th. My bad. That Friday. All these hoes going to get paid and they're going to all sign up. Bro, they all tried it with that, that 160 degree weather day. I saw a, yeah. a shorty in a sundress. I was like, come on, son. Come on, son. And like, it, it's on. still, it, that, that shit was still February. Still like, cool should have told the bitch, it's still nippy out here. <laughs> and I don't mean hustle. <laughs> Damn this nigga! But I'm seeing I'm seeing some of the shit though, cause yeah. some girls are start the girls that been distant during the winter, 
Some of them is starting to say and do little dot shit. Yeah. Bro, all like, winter they shave their cooch. They shaving their cooch this Sunday. All the legs getting shaved. I can attest to that. I'm telling you, all the legs getting shaved. The cooch getting bald. I'm like, <laughs> everything, I'm bro. I'm like, why every time I see the cooch, it's always bald. It's like, oh, yeah, the, they don't landscape no shit. more. They don't let they don't leave the little landing strip. They don't no, leave the little triangles. They don't leave the bald eagle, bro. <laughs> it's a done. bald eagle. Now it's bald. Now the not a cooch is bald. Just, nowadays. I like bald cooch, so I don't mind. I, <laughs> I, I like I don't have no issues. I'm just like the tribal. I'm <laughs> niggas don't niggas don't don't get a little, you know what I mean? They don't get creative no I'm more good. with it. I, I like my cooch. Bald. Damn, nigga said, "Bitch, your shit look like it went through a landscaping company." <laughs> Niggas trimmed edges. <laughs> Facts. I don't mind the ball. <laughs> I, I don't mind the ball. I mind the ball with the razor bumps we, though. Don't don't do that. We know nah, you like Spalding. That's, that's when you know they they ain't doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah, I mean, if they got razor bumps, oh, they got it, sensitive skin, and it look like a wart, nigga. You had to get out of there. You ain't. Damn, this nigga had to yeah, had to take it there. So you had to go a little bit more, bro. We just they, talked about razor bumps. You know, a few razor bumps. You said a wart. Damn, <laughs> son. It's a whole nother conversation. When you pull out the pants, you see that, JB? Like, what's that? <laughs> you turn to an eight-year-old nigga? Huh? <laughs> what's that? <laughs> that? That shit got a face. <laughs> that that shit looked at me. Look. Yo, how do you abort? How do you abort a sex mission if if you see some shit you don't you like? Oh yes, yeah, no, some shit happened to me like that. <laughs> What'd you do, bro? Dead ass. I put my whole entire dick on the other side of the vagina. I was like, it's not going nowhere. <laughs> I swear to God, I was still fucking. She's like, everything okay? I was like, yeah. She's like, what's wrong? No, we in a weird position. I was like, honestly, my is hurting, but. I'm almost done. I'm coming. Oh, don't this wait. This nigga said, I "All right, I moved my whole shot. shit to the other side." Yeah, I would have been back shots, bro. Nah, nah, now where the head was in the canal, it was in a good groove, and I was like, "All right, the camel was getting." But then when I saw that spot, like I was like, "I don't want to touch around. I don't want to lift the lid. I just want to keep doing this <laughs> until it's done." And then I was like, "I'm never fucking her again, ever." I, I didn't. I had a situation Man. where yeah, I couldn't do it. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. Yeah, shorty. I, I never had a situation where I would. I had to abort, but I don't know. I don't know, bro. Nigga had to swallow on that. I mean, and then I had situations <laughs> where I could have aborted. I mean, y'all know about the story. You know, I smashed. Shorty shit it on herself. I didn't yeah, abort. That's, that's an abort. Yeah, I was still abort. Yeah. abort. I, abort. I, I, I would have aborted that, bro. Yeah, I was. I, I, I been, my I shit would have went inside, bro. Yeah. I couldn't have functioned, bro. <laughs> my shit would have been. Yeah, that would have went inside. It would have been a cold bro. winter day. That, <laughs> that shit was crazy, too. That shit would have been like Thanos opening portals. Soon as she told me to stick I'm it out. in the ass. Just mash it, just start like real, like shit. It would have nah, been a cold winter day for me, bro. To shrivel up, that would have happened, bro. <laughs> all types of stuff. Shit came out, bro. It looked like a chocolate chip cone, nigga. Yeah, I was like, like oh. all right, my nigga. Next topic. <laughs> this nigga, I had to go a little bit too detailed, bro. <laughs> too detailed. <laughs> but too nah, detail. Shorty's been Shorty's been hitting me up lately at like doing like little little hints that they available mm, now. Get, Get me food. You you want to drop me food? Drop me food today. Dude, what? What? Sending you the cash app you. link? <laughs> yeah, fact. You sending that cash app? Like, what's up? Yeah. Like, girls been definitely dropping that 
stop mode is activated yeah, type yeah. joint. It's well, getting warm, bro. You gonna see it? I'm afraid for this summer, honestly. This you gonna see me this summer? You gonna I'm that scared. How you been? I miss you. Hey, big head Texas about oh, to man. pop up. I had hey, one of those the other day, but I'm scared for me this summer. I. I felt like this winter was the wackiest winter yeah, with girls. Winter was definitely fucking like, ugh, bitch. Like, yeah. yeah. Nah, these bitches, like, ugh. I really feel like if they was giving me that type of energy during the winter, normally I get dubbed during the winter. Oh, damn. Like the last three years, I thought it was like in the, in the stars or some shit like that. Like literally December 10th, after December 10th, I'd be having the hardest time with, with chicks. Like yeah. chicks be wilding for no reason. This winter wasn't bad. <laughs> the the oh, roster man. stayed pretty full. My, my man. <laughs> my man's had a batting range, bro. Yeah. Just covered hey. in. Yo, the, the, like the, the, the roster stayed pretty full. So I'm a little scared for what the summer might bring, son. I'm a little, I'm a little, Hopefully little. You don't get nobody pregnant because she is keeping her. Nah, chill, B. Ain't no Come on, bro. <laughs> she is. What's up with this nigga, man? I don't know, bro. Ain't no pregnancies happening ain't, on my ain't side. Ain't nothing happening here, but. Uh, Says the nigga that got two kids. Come on, bro. Exactly. Says <laughs> the nigga that got two kids. He's like, nigga. that's it. That's it, boy. For now. Well, at least he's not getting uh, getting <laughs> drugs. Tiffany is watching the show. Drugs too. <laughs> tell it to her face. <laughs> <laughs> she knows the deal. I'm out of it, Tiffany. As long I'm as he's not it. getting drugged and robbed, I'm cool. Oh man! Now man. this this entire I don't I don't know why we're even partially entertaining it. Some people are fully in. I, the hashtag got over a million. I'm like, nigga, this shit got Yo, crazy. Surviving Cardi? Surviving Cardi is surviving wild, Cardi, my nigga. Bro. So all I'm going to say is this. Y'all niggas take the floor. The same energy we gave niggas like Bill Cosby better be the same energy we give Cardi. They That's definitely all. not doing that, That's bro. all the fuck They're I'm not saying. not doing that, though. I, and I unfortunately, because we're not doing that, it's like we got to give her a pass. Now, she, she done said too much information where it's like she went past self-incriminating herself. Somebody is opening. Somebody has is gonna try this, and they're gonna try to put this girl in jail. So nah, I, I hope she, she's not even gonna get touched, bro. Nah, I think the only thing that's crazy about all this, and I, I think I was, I was telling XF, if I'm not mistaken, it's too normalized. How she tried to sue the chicks on YouTube, yeah, Tasha Kane them, because they, they brought this up. Oh, the reason why all this is relevant is because of the YouTubers. Oh shit, because they made a report and they were like, yo. Cardi out here wild and saying she was drugging niggas and popping pills and all this shit. And Cardi was tried to sue them for defamation of character. And they were like, whoa, 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 ho. Like, yeah. you said this shit. Oh, shit. We you didn't told make this yourself. shit up. I'm just reporting. Yeah, we're just That's reporting the shit you Cardi, said. Cardi, you losing that. You losing yeah. that lawsuit. Cardi, you lost yep. that. Elf. But for those who don't know, Cardi um, has a video circulating where she was like, y'all don't know what I've been through. Y'all don't know I used to drug and rob niggas. I would promise them sex, and then I would drug and rob them oh, in the hotel, da-da-da-da. Wow. So now a hashtag has Sorry, surfaced. Before you go forward, you mm-hmm. saw the one when she said she used to do the threesomes with the trannies? I heard oh! about that today. I heard I didn't. I didn't see it, though. Oh, I heard about it. You got to see that so, video. Like, yo, she's a wild chick. So she was saying she, was, she has God. a video that's like, yo, if your man cheats on you, um, if you really want to get back at him, don't cheat back. What you do is you set up a threesome, you drug him up, and you bring in a tranny, and so he ends up fucking a tranny. That was the that was the joint. So this is this is my perspective on it. 
This is my perspective. Offset is in a weird place right now. Yeah, yeah, offset tight. Offset. Yeah, I'm wondering what <laughs> Bro, she did going? to him when she was bad with him. Facts. I'm trying to figure it out. Nigga, you had a shit sandwich. <laughs> you didn't even know. <laughs> they didn't even know. Hey. The bitch want a cardi with Barty? Offset. Oh, <laughs> hey. Nigga, that ain't taste offset. That, that shit wasn't offset. Uh, that's offset juice that was laced. Hey. Oh, offset. Did you really take a couple of your dogs on a lick? Cause I don't know what she was licking, my nah, nigga. Nah, he was, he might have been licking some some gooch. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but this is my take on it. The Robin niggas shit, first of all, is nasty and is wrong, but that is definitely strip culture. That has that like I'm not surprised at that at all. So nobody should be. I don't think any I don't think anybody who's that her has core, been the strip club her, who's her core fan, like I don't think any of them niggas is surprised. That she did that at some point in time because Cardi was a big stripper in New York. Like I didn't even know until she blew up. Yeah, but she was in Starlets. She everybody knows her from Starlets. Everybody knows her as a stripper in Starlets, and that's literally part of the culture. And I can't. Yeah, like, stripping is definitely part of the culture. And then, well, no, the the robbing shit that strippers oh, do. That that's part of that's the, definitely part of their culture. That's that, part of the stripping n- culture. It's a nigga right now being robbed, being set up, being set up. Because he's he too, saw some stripper at the strip club. He's too fucking flashy him. right yeah, now. And he promised the bitch, like, yo, I'm going to give you five bands if you let me fuck. And they said, okay. And instead of that happening, she's like, yo. Set him up. Nigga got five bands on him. Rob us in the hotel. Like, that happens all the fucking time. Like, that ain't nothing new. Is it right? Obviously not. What I would say is why, don't, why Cardi won't get touched and stuff like that is because there are too many elements of one toxic masculinity infused in that that people are going to jump on as well as it's all illegal crime so nobody I don't perceive anybody coming forward and really making it a big issue I I doubt that that's going to happen she's just going to get this flack for probably the next week if that it might last up until Sunday and as soon as she drop another record bitch is going to be shaking their ass to it but it's so but it's so crazy though like Nothing's gonna happen, huh? But if this was a nigga, everything gonna happen. Oh, yeah, that nigga would have been. Rick Ross said, Yo, we have Molly in her drink in one song. And that nigga nigga career almost (laughs) ended. It it almost did. Almost ended. It really did. Niggas went crazy for that. I was thinking about that, but I was like, yo, he t- basically he basically was saying, yo, like, go rape this chick type shit. Yeah. Because I'm fucking up the drink, and fucking up the drink is going to fuck up her chemically, and I'm a... Yeah. And yeah, niggas almost destroyed him. I niggas remember that. Niggas almost destroyed him. So she admittedly, she admittedly said, said this, not in the record, real life shit, and, I'm, life. and I'm just looking at it like, I don't know where we going when it comes to, like... The battle of the sexes when it comes to, oh, well, I, I, I almost want to say I feel like the majority of the general public is like, it don't matter what a woman does, 98% of the time, she can get away with it just be- by default because she has a vagina. And I think that's fucked up. I think what I, what, what I would say to that is I think that men are responsible for this climate. So True. that's why that's why we're in such this hypersensitive area where... What happens is the oppressed always get the benefit of the doubt with a lot of things. Like we're able to joke on white people a certain type of way that we know they can't joke on us. Otherwise, it would be a huge issue. Anybody who sits in the oppressed lane gets to do things that other people can't do. And unfortunately, we as men are responsible 
for this climate where it's just like everything is hypersensual, sex, uh, hyper fucking sensitive because for so long we've dictated what women could do, couldn't do. Uh, some men beat on women. Some men would take a woman from the from the club and it might have been just supposed to be sex and they drugged the woman and then run a train on her. Like, so we're now in this this situation wow. where it's like, all right, we gotta let them get things off. But my point is, and I think I think everyone could agree, is we're gonna have to normalize this at some point where if we're really talking about equality, we're gonna have to get to a point where niggas is not getting away with stupid shit and women ain't getting away with stupid shit. We have to really have a mature conversation about sex and positive sex and healthy sex and healthy sexual practices because we can't keep doing this back and forth where it's like, oh, well, she gets to get away with doing X, Y, and Z because she's a woman. It was a strip culture, da, da, da. Like, that is the reality. I'm not even mad at her because I... Nigga would sat up in here, what, a couple episodes ago and said that Shorty did that to him. And that shit's foul. Like, I can't imagine. Imagine waking up, my nigga, you don't know what's happening. All your shit gone. Like, that shit crazy. Yeah, it's wild. But then on the flip side of it, you got niggas out here wilding, son. You know, so we got to come to it. Niggas have been doing it. I mean, I know chicks. um, I know chicks who have definitely been strippers and they definitely got raped. I know chicks personally Facts. that got raped in like back seats, back alleys type shit. I know niggas who would act like they ain't got money the whole night and then at the end of the night want to front all the cash and then literally like violate the bitch right then and there in the middle of the street. Like, you know. And it, even the strip club is is a bit toxic. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. Strip clubs are definitely a, a bit toxic. And it's crazy because if you're in the strip club industry, if you, whether you're the owner or you're somebody who works there, you got to understand that at any given moment, the nigga that's in there with the bread or the woman, technically, that's your boss, right? Right, like that. that that's the nigga that's making you right now. And that, but that, that's the, and you have to appease to whatever the fuck is happening. That's the toxic aspect yeah, of that it. Shit's because crazy. It's, it's designed for men to go there, right? Mm-hmm. And then there is this transfer of power of right. me having money equaling power, and you selling me sex or the the the. The allure of your sexual being, your perfect body, your tricks, your this, that. It's a toxic design because you're basically saying my power is my money and your power is your sex. Right. So as a woman, your your sole power is your sexual influence on me and my sole power on you is the fact that I got bread. Like it's a very toxic like situation if you think about it. And it's crazy because it's like your your body, your image. And what you do as a profession, there's re- like there's re- there's really no set dollar amount because I could throw a couple of dollars, like I could throw ten dollars, and you'll do the same shit at ten as you would do for a hundred mil. So it's so I don't know how strippers do it, my nigga, because you really got to put yourself in a frame of mind where it's like niggas could come in here right now and only just throw a hundred dollars. And that's not going to move nothing. Max, but it's crazy because you could go in a strip club with $100 (laughs) Mm -hmm. and get the same type of treatment as a nigga throwing 5K. And that's the crazy part. It's like, this nigga just made it rain. Like, I'm looking at a cloud of hundred thousands, and I'm over here making it 
sprinkle with a hundred dollars. See, I think I think the only difference is is what your intent at the end of the night is because that nigga that that just spewed five k probably got a few of them strippers numbers and True. a few of them left back with him. Trying to see if they could get some more bread at the end True. of the night or get to know who he but is. But some chicks get caught up because some chicks will look at it as this is a come up and immediately be like, yo, my nigga, what do you do or what's up? A few chicks would be like, all right, now I know how to operate with this nigga when I see him because being like he he look like he a baller type nigga, I know how to really get my bread. So I know she already got in her perceived mind. I'm about to get these Louis, about to get I, this nigga coming through. And then it's another bitch that's like, this is scary. The problem is it, it, the, <laughs> the whole game. So see, what like niggas got to understand, especially niggas who don't frequent the strip club often. Right. Y'all niggas got to understand. What y'all got to understand <laughs> is when you enter that realm, that's a world. that is a game of manipulation. That right. is it. That that's is it. all you are doing when you in the strip that, club. That's the house of cards. Like... With money, short like when Shorty comes up to you and have that. I'm I'm sorry, I'm fucking it up for some of my stripper friends. But oh. when Shorty come up to you and had that ten minute conversation, she don't like you, nigga. She don't know who you. She don't want to know who you are. She trying to see if if you gonna sit her down and and get a lap dance or when she go on stage, she's trying to butter you up so that you throw some money. Like these shorties are not into you unless you really out here flaunting, flaunting because. You a regular nigga, they don't, they don't know. Right. They get celebrity niggas coming in interested in them. And they know the celebrity niggas can at least show them a good time. So you really think they're going to settle for your regular degular throwing $20 ass when Casanova coming in like <laughs> two hours, nigga? Like, y'all got to understand, that whole game is manipulation. That's facts. And now a popping nigga comes in, let's say a Casanova, mm-hmm. any popping young nigga, even if, he, even if he throw in a G for the night, you going in there with a hundred dollars? You trying to buy a drink? You trying to do mad shit with that one hundred dollars, my nigga? You trying to do a lot because the average nigga that's it's so crazy. The average baller nigga that's probably gonna throw that G probably just spent ten G on everything in there. Him is entourage. Yep, and all he's doing for the night is is throwing a thousand dollars because he already set the mood, bitch. I could really buy you if I want. Like I. I own you right for this and second. That's literally what the nigga saying. Yeah, that's yeah. what he's saying. Like, nigga, all of this that's sprinkling, bitch, you actually gotta pick that up. And he knows it's for sale at the end of the yeah, day. It's for sure. And he know they're trying to leave with they me. They're trying right. to leave with me. Cause I'm about to throw five five grand. Right. If you try to make some extra money tonight, you can roll. But right. the crazy part is them niggas is there for the bottle girls. They're not even there that for the strippers. They're not even there for the strippers itself. <laughs> bottle, bottle girls definitely have come up in the last couple of years. Shout out to Starlets for setting that trend. In this city. The bottle girls. The bottle girls is the girls at the bar. Oh, you know, so how's your night? You know, soft, sweet talking. But what, 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 what was giving them the edges, yo, they the outfits is out of this world. Some of them be looking like strippers, but they not. But you the outfits and the bodies. They, them bodies be crazy. They can't dance like the strippers. They, they don't got the tricks like they don't, the strippers. They can't. But a lot of times the strippers be slight. I mean, I don't want to say busted, but the girls, some the, of them strippers be busted. Yeah, the strippers, the strippers is more concerned about selling the sex through the tricks and working the pole. Right. Meanwhile, the bottle girls are being hired specifically because they look like a bad bitch. Like, right. Yeah, that's literally what's happening. Pretty. Yeah. Most of the times, and I guess, pretty, I guess right. the the theory behind that is, well, if a, a pretty chick comes up to you and your squad and it tells you to drop five hundred, you're gonna drop it. Mm-hmm. Versus. 
like you want to spend money on the stripper and I guess that money goes mostly to the stripper. So I guess that's why clubs set it up where it's like, you know, nah, we're going to really invest in the bottle girls and the strippers could be so-so. But this is not, but, but, but this is why too, if niggas is going to the strip club, nigga, you should not, nobody should have the intention, even though a lot of niggas do. I've definitely had it where niggas go to the strip club and niggas be like, yo, some real shit? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to fuck tonight. And you know, you know to, before we go any further, you also have to realize bottle girls are hired. Strippers aren't being hired in the technical standpoint. Strippers nah, are technically pay contractors. You're paying, you're paying the club to be there. Yeah, they yeah, pay yeah, them. they are. Yeah, yeah. They pay the bottle pay girls them. are actually employees. Right. True. They actually get paid. Because they're sa- strippers a, that a, go from club wage. to club. A bartender will just live at Starlet's because that's where she's at. But Goddess Mona Lisa, she go to Starlet's, she go to Lust. She go to yeah. fucking Benny's. She go to whoever. Yeah, because she'll go there for the night. Yeah. Make six hundred. Make a bag, yeah. Give the club 20% and keep it moving. Damn, I miss Des. Yeah, <laughs> you got to get her back on the show. Des. She in LA now. Love her. Oh, yeah. She, yeah she, yo, Des, what up? Oh, she yeah. moved to LA? Yeah. She, oh, she lived, wants yeah. to get the bag back. Yeah, she's doing Real something bag. different. I don't know what's up. Nice. Yeah, that's a good look. Shout out to her. But yeah, um, Kanye West told us, man, don't fall in love with these hoes. <laughs> Don't fall in love with these strippers, and he still end up falling in love with somebody that looks like she's trying to change your life. I mean, listen, she little she is I, she little she's trying to change fall, your life. Fall in love with who you want to fall in love with, but don't go to the strip club thinking you gonna fall, you gonna find your love that you night. You could find, you might not find her that night. I you might have to find your might, love. You might have to give her twenty grand before she actually be like, "I, right, my nigga, I love you." Love you. You might get a strong like. Yeah. I really, really like you, bro. I'm, I'm telling you, these bottle girls and these strippers, they yo, built. I hate going to the strip club. They niggas be falling different. in love with these bitches. Yo, I be seeing these niggas be falling in love in front of my eyes. I'm like, this silly nigga, son. Nigga going down the wrong path. You just start looking at. You start looking at. Pull out his wallet some more. You look. You look at. You silly nigga. <laughs> like, come on, bro. You, you do you know what's happening, bro? You know, like, no, Nick, you know what it is, bro? It's everything that happens from the door till you get inside. Security pat down. You start to feel like you some type of VIP big nigga. <laughs> Niggas asking you, did you come by yourself? Did you come alone? You start answering the nigga back like you know me. Like, yo, ha- have a great night, brother. Niggas start hitting you. Niggas give you Niggas give you a screw and right. say, well, if you find the cap to the yo, screw. bro. Niggas fucked me up that night, bro. <laughs> I went in the room. She's like, hey, daddy. I'm like, hey, my name is Distinguished. Daddy, sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Oh, you have a tie? Let me unbuckle that for you. And literally, we're in a room where the room look like it's spinning, but she's dancing and the light is shimmering, like shimmer, like ricocheting off her ass. So it's like the ass is everywhere. And I feel like I'm in the ass twilight zone. By the time I get out, nigga, she's like, that'll be $50 cash. I thought this shit was free. She's like, no. The first lap dance was free. This is 50. I was like, whoa. You you go to the fucking ATM. The ATM is like $5. I don't like $5. Fuck out of here. All I got is $50. <laughs> <laughs> my account exactly like, says yo. this. Yeah, my shit. Listen, I don't got, I'm an overdraw, my nigga. Fuck I look at that here. shit like, damn, these niggas got me. Yeah, I, hate I hate these, these niggas more than the Nazis. Nazis. <laughs> ah, damn, son. Yo, I don't, what? <laughs> I'm trying to think if I ever got got at the strip club. Like never again. I think the only time I like felt got was when our homegirl invited us, talking about yo, Sagoon was Gucci. I need you to help me out. Um, come through, and I went and I, I dropped 
I think I dropped five for her that night. Oh, nigga, I remember that night. Nigga, mm. the, whole, the, there, whole the whole crew, the whole crew. Nigga, that was there. a crew. I, that did, night. I did it twice though. Oh, I don't. Oh, okay, you did I don't know. Twice. Yeah, I did it yeah. once with the crew when okay. I hit all, hit all, all right. y'all up and was like, "Yo, we yeah. gotta help Shorty out." We really came deep too. And then the second time she hit me, she hit me, and I was like, "Yo, I just I'm gonna come through." I think I brought my homeboy with me. I, I, I want to say Sean was with me. That nigga helped out. I don't remember, bro, because that night I didn't want to go, and I was like, <laughs> I was low right now. Like she, she was like, "Yo, please, please, she like, needed... <laughs> like, yo, this shorty did X, Y, and Z, and da 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 da." And I was like, "All right, my nigga," and I pulled up. I don't remember what I bought though, but I, I, I think I was with a few people because I didn't drink it. So right. somebody had to drink the shit. Oh yeah, because when you go, then it's the bottle package situation. Yeah, it was like three fifty or some shit oh, like that. God. You ask everybody for fifteen dollars. Like, yo, everybody got yo. You got seventeen. Got seventeen. <laughs> yo, you ain't bringing no money, nigga. No, nigga. No, I get paid, nigga. Oh, nigga, I ain't even want to bring your ass. Fuck, fuck up out of here. Yeah. Fuck yeah. about it. Nigga, you ain't drinking fuck none of this. Fuck up out of here. I think I went with Sean and Jeff and them niggas. Okay. Oh, um, we gotta go to the strip club again. Though. Nah, we do. I'm with yeah. it. Uh, yeah, yeah, we definitely. Just, we just got, we just got, we just got to make sure. Yeah, we got to coordinate. Yeah, we got to coordinate. Yeah, we got to coordinate. We're grown now. We can't be getting got no more. Nah. Nigga, you remember when we went to the Bronx, nigga? That was a wild night. We going with a whole budget line, my nigga. Yeah, whole budget line. We going to probably have to have a meeting. We might. And work out the numbers. This girl, watch out for her. Distinguish. I know you, nigga. Just don't talk to her. Tell this nigga X right here, listen, bro. She got green eyes. Stay the fuck yeah, away from the contact. You know the green eyes. <laughs> the and contact. Flow, the bitch is going to offer you a ride home. The bitch don't even got a car. <laughs> it's a setup, nigga. It's a setup. I do want to go to Starlet's. Okay. I do want to hit that. And and I want to hit a real one. Because Starlet's ain't a real strip club. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. We never went. We never went to like a white strip club. Like we need to go to the city. I've been. We could go to like a private eyes. Yeah, or we, yeah, shit we like need that. to go to some shit like that. Mm. Some, some shit that's called like. You. So so we got three strip dates lined up. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. So, so that's it. All right, that's it. We yeah, that's off air shit. Yeah, Jesse Smollett. Yo, all charges. Dropped. First and foremost, don't even apologize, my nigga, because we don't know what all charges drop means. That's very true. He's not going to jail, though. He's not going to He's jail. Not going to jail. He's not going to he, jail. He got exonerated, nigga. He not go. See, he didn't get exonerated. We don't know what happened. They just dropped all the charges, which could mean they, I was looking it up. They, for whatever reason, I think they said the Nigerians might have recanted, which means they don't really. Somebody's lying. If they based all their info <laughs> on them, then that's an issue. Um, they could have did a deal. I think the, the court proceedings are sealed. So we don't know what happened at all. So they can't reopen this. This is it for this one. Well, Trump oh, shit. said that he's going to send the FBI to investigate. Oh, Why shit. Why is hey. this nigga being bothered with Jesse Smollett? <laughs> wait, wait, You got wait. other shit to worry about, <laughs> Donald wait, Trump. He said what? The FBI nigga, is you set. you fucking up the country. Why you worried about this Can't nigga? Set when set. He does Why you worried about bro? this one gay black? Leave him alone. <laughs> Set to set to investigate what happened with the Smollett case. I'm All done. the shit he gotta worry about. Facts. And he worried about this. Be worried about Jesse Smollett Yo. scamming his fucking self, yeah, bro. Basically, and I already told you. Jesus Christ! Shout out to Vince Vaughn, and shout out to Mel Gibson, and shout out to Jesse Smollett. He's in a brand new movie, and he's one of the main characters. 
I don't know if y'all. I don't know if y'all been seeing that preview. I don't I'm know like, what the shit fu- looking crazy for this. I don't know right what the fuck kicked happened. Kicked off Empire movie about to drop. He ain't kicked off Empire. They they he got fired. I bet you that nigga will be back on the show, bro. And he said I he bet got you fired for the last uh, two two episodes for, for the yeah, last season. Yeah, when when they when thought that shit, he did this, but now it looks like he ain't doing it. So yeah, they say he was formally let go of his contract. Yeah, oh. and plus I bet you next season gonna be the biggest next season of Empire they had in a while. Like and he gonna be like suck my dick, suck my dick, suck my. dick. They gonna have mad previews of this nigga. Right, you not gay, but suck my dick. <laughs> like so, I don't. I still. There's no way that this shit wasn't fake. Like I really need yes. to see some. Yeah, something happened. I need to see some super evidence, and then I'll be like, yo. I mean, I never said which way I was on. But that's with what that. I'm saying. Like I was gonna apologize for just jumping ahead. Like you know what, this nigga did it. This nigga did it. But. It's always a good day in America, regardless if he did it or not, when a black man gets off. That's true. That's it's a fact. That's you, a fact. I ain't mad like, at it. Ha, ah, my nigga. But then you look around and it's like... I didn't want him to get the, the time because right. it was wilding with the, the time. The time was yeah, wild. Was I was like, wild. nigga, 16 they, count. Nigga, yeah, what, what are we... 64 nigga? years, I think they said. I was he like, nigga, what? But 54 I, years? 64. But but I'm looking at it like this. Niggas that did hate it. Like, niggas died and they getting less time. Nigga, you about to get this time? But at the same time, I'm looking at it like all the memes that start popping up. I don't know if you tagged me. Somebody tagged me in the meme where R. Kelly was like, who's your lawyer? And Jesse Smollett was like, the case, I can't tell you nothing. And I'm just looking around like, you know, those are two different extremes. Facts. R. Kelly shit, very different from your shit. That's true. R. Kelly shit is years in the making. And documented. And uh, nigga, your shit just started a few months ago. Yeah, and, and we still don't know why you, you did it, or if you didn't do it, or if the niggas did it, or if they didn't do it. Somebody's lying. Also, somebody also said, w- w- "What's good with this letter?" I don't know, but the letters. I don't hear them talking about the letter no more. Either the cops is lying about the nigga having a noose and eating a sandwich yeah. when they come to see the nigga, <laughs> yeah. or the the nigga set the shit up. But either way, there's all. The I'm just glad he not going to jail though. Yeah. I, I didn't want like him to go. Went to the courts and the judges was like, "Get out of here, this silly shit, nigga." Yeah, like I don't know, son. Get, get out of here with this wiggity 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 whack shit. You're silly for that. Speaking of silly shit, though, Kodak told this nigga Rappaport to suck a baby dick. Now I don't know. I don't know where on the Rick the scale. We're going into a weird place now with Kodak. He's a weird guy. Suck a baby dick. That's a level of disrespect. Yeah, what level of disrespect are we at on the Richter scale, my nigga? I've been known to say a lot of wild shit on the podcast. We should probably do a special of just all the hot takes to distinguish one of these days and just be like, oh, the top 10 is coming. Oh, this nigga, oh, this nigga, oh, this nigga, crazy. This nigga got a girlfriend. This nigga is wild. A baby dick, your place, your mind has to be somewhere else. Bro, first of all, we got a question. Yeah. Where was your mind? Bro, I'm telling you, this nigga said a baby dick. Keep saying shit that make me think something happened to him in jail, bro. I'm, bro, first off, let <laughs> me break on this a shit. demon on God. Let, let, me, let, me, let me break down a disrespectful the, the 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 levels of disrespect when it comes to telling a nigga to suck a dick, right? You got a, you got the general suck a dick statement, right? Right, like, suck right. my dick, suck my dick, nigga. That's number yeah, one. That's, that's number yeah, one. Yeah, that's that's. No, that's, that's not even number one. That's like level two because the first one was just be, yo, suck a dick. Yeah, suck a, yeah suck a dick. Bro, <laughs> suck a dick, nigga. And that, <laughs> that's level one. That's level one. <laughs> level two would be suck my dick. Yeah, suck, suck my dick. My personal thing. Yeah, my. I'm going to unbutton my I'm shit. I'm going to unbutton my <laughs> shit. And, and get on knees, nigga. My dick. <laughs> level three would be suck a cock. Like, if you... <laughs> 
You said that with the utmost spit in your mouth. You, you, you thought the spit that nigga throw? Nigga, I'll take it fully disrespectful. We're fighting. I'm just letting you know right now. You can tell him, you can be like, yo, suck my nigga. And I'll be like, all right, my nigga. You tell me suck your cock. We got a problem. I'm just letting you know right choke now. Choke on the dick is, is choke coming up. Choke on the up. dick is four. <laughs> That's level. Nigga, I hope you choke on the dick. <laughs> level five is, nigga, eat a dick. Eat a, <laughs> eat a dick, nigga. I think eat a dick and choke on the dick fall in the same range of me, Whoa, slop. That's a sloppy dick. <laughs> level a, five. I want to spit on there. Will be telling me to suck an infant's dick. If you yeah, tell me, if, you, if we... We moving from the regular dick. <laughs> we're doing for the regular dick situation. Does the you dick go, get big in these stages, or it says if you tell me to suck a big black dick? Nah, I gotta punch you dead in your big dead black in your throat. dick falls in <laughs> eat the dick range. Though. <laughs> a big black dick and that's big BBC. Like, no, big black dick falls in the cock range. BBC <laughs> on uh, a you porn. That's that's like level three. It's like you tell me to suck a big black dick, I be Sasquatch like dick. that's the same level as suck a cock. Right. You feel me? But oh, a man. baby dick, my nigga. Yeah. Now, nah, so what you want me to go suck a dick and go to jail for? Yeah. What, ah, yeah, what, what nigga, we talking you, about? You wild and wild. What now, we talking about now? Not now. Like, now, now I feel like you have a certain level of hate in your heart. Yeah, me. yeah. Now, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? I think at that point I'm upset, but I also I'm a little bit concerned. Yeah, <laughs> I think you need counseling. I'm concerned because of all things he said, suck a baby dick, baby dick, son. But at the same time, I just learned this year, niggas gonna look at me crazy. I just learned this year that the term baby arm is a sexual term. I didn't know that. Yeah, but oh, yeah, the nigga has a baby, baby arm. arm. That, I didn't that know nigga, that. Nigga slapping so, that. that nigga what's going got on? Serious, right? What's going on? That nigga got a knee whopper, as we were saying back home. A knee whopper, boy. Right, we, I don't know, but baby dick is on baby another level is of another disrespect, level, bro. That's, that shit. Baby me, dicks don't even get hard. Have you seen a baby dick? bro. Like, you have to be a... I don't want to go to the logistics of a baby dick, bro. Niggas still put powders on baby I'm good. Hey, you don't. You don't gotta. You don't gotta be Kodak that. Kodak gotta chill. You gotta chill, bro. Hey, he's think. making me question right. him, son. First, you want to fuck young ma, right? Now you talking about telling niggas to suck a baby right. dick, that bro? Nigga suck a baby dick, right? Like, come on, bro. Baby Florida dick don't even have a head. These Florida niggas be saying <laughs> the, the relax, darnest things, man. bro. Baby dick is just a. Di- it don't even have a head. It's- yeah, he gotta relax. Yeah, he gotta relax, bro. He needs to. It's like it looks like a small carrot. It's bait. No, not even, bro. <laughs> not a even. Small bro. carrot is like a ten year old. <laughs> hey, a baby dick is, is is offensive, bro. Yeah. It's just downright <laughs> offensive, bro. How do you tell a nigga to go find a a, 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 a baby? I'm supposed to go look for a baby and, and suck a dick and go to jail and go to jail, right, my nigga. And hair guy got Google the whole time. I got a buster. Uh, I got a buster bottle of something over your head, bro. Facts, bro. Like that deserves you popping bottles with me and champagne in my hand. In yeah, like nah, nigga, wow. relax. Yeah, Hello, that's crazy, bro. That's but um. So the the niggas that are in relationships. What a, what what was the moment or the thing that made you feel like yo? This is what makes me settle down. Like, what's the thing that makes you settle down with a girl? Uh, I'm a, I'm gonna go first because D Flo been in the relationship longer than most of us in here. Um, me personally, so I'll say in general, and then I'll say right this second. So in general, because I know that at some point. I'm going to get tired of fucking the same girl. So I need to figure out a way to 
be with somebody and share memories with. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to have to keep thinking I want to fuck another person. So I need to be somewhat actively involved in that person's life and ask them questions that you're not going to ask a chick that you just fucking. Like, you're not mm-hmm. going to ask a chick that you just fucking. So what you doing next week, Saturday? You going to go to the park or something? Nah, you probably going to ask her. So you know next week, Saturday, we trying to do this again? Mm. The chick that you're really interested in, you know, you're going to really want to know, like, what's going on in her day, her weekend. Mm. If you could see her again, maybe I hang out. So it probably won't be sex that time. So for me, that's like, generally speaking, now what makes nigga want to settle down now is, for one, I'm looking at time like it ain't slowing down for me. Um, and the shit that I'm trying to do, I need to have somebody that's just as strong as me. And if not, somebody that can teach me to be stronger mm. when I'm feeling like I'm not as strong or I don't appear as strong. And I feel like I have that with the person that I'm with. However, um, we had to get to a place where the um, the level of the level of hope in terms of the what if you can do it or the what if you can do it, it had to get trumped by just showing and proving. So now I'm in a place where I don't have to say that I don't know if I can do it or if I'm not going to do it. I'm just honest with myself. I can do it or I can't do it, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't make me less of a man in the relationship. So I'm learning how to pick and choose how I'm doing. And that's making me feel better about making my choice of settling down. Mm -hmm. Because I'm settling down with somebody that understands that. So, yeah. Um, I'm gonna do it too prone. I'm gonna do settling down, and then I'm gonna do what it took for me to get married. Okay. Um, settling down was just like mindedness. I think finding someone mm-hmm. that had similar similar wants and similar needs as me, but also that we could both support each other. And we all we both filling the gaps for each other. Because mm-hmm. I think a big part of it is, especially with me in particular, with Tiff. If y'all don't know by now, y'all should know who Tiff is by now. But with Tiff in particular, she filled in a void in my life that needed to be there. Right. And me doing the same thing for her and us growing up together and having a better understanding of each other. And, you know, it was just getting to a point where we felt like, you know what, I like being around this person. And I think this person makes me happy. And, you know, they don't bring, even if they bring drama the the point of me being with them is it it outweighs the drama. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So that was a a very instrumental part and and just having you know cultural cultural relatability right. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So that was made that that's what made me wanted to settle down as a young at a younger age because I've been settled down since I was you know nineteen twenty. Right, right. That I was like I, I'm gonna settle down. I'm gonna, this girl's gonna be my main chick. Like this is gonna be quote unquote wifey. Right. The marriage stage was a bit more different. I think the marriage stage came in and the marriage stage was more, can I live with this person or can I live without this person? Mm. Um, I'm at a funny point in my life right now where I'm really at a, at a position where life is, life is pretty good. I think everything is kind of going pretty smooth. I don't really have no big issues in my life to say per se, but I can't function without Tiff. Mm-hmm. And the most realest shit ever, like, if me and her broke up, it would take me a long time 
to refunction on my own again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was a very long time, too. And I caught myself the other day, like, I had to sit down and think about it because everybody go through drama in their relationships. Mm-hmm. No relationship is perfect. But, and it's not that I'm reliant on her. It's just a matter of she's become such an a very important part of my life that mm-hmm. I can't envision it without her. You feel me? Like it, mm. she's in every aspect of how I plan my life now, mm. and she falls at number one. Period. Even before my kids, right? You feel mm. me? So, yeah. and that that's a debatable topic on its own, and yeah. how people's personality and mm. what your mentality comes towards that. But for me, she's number one on my list, right? Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because that's that's who I want to see. Kids mm. grow up; they live their own life. Mm-hmm. They spread their wings, but when they leave, she will still be there. Right, right, right. You feel me? So, I feel like when it came to marrying her, it was just like, listen, do I want to spend my life with this person? Do I trust her with my life, and I, do I trust her beyond the silly shit? Right. Because a big part of it is trust. You know, like a very, very, very big part of it is trust, and a, beyond the money, beyond anything else. You know, if if things come to a halt, is she still want to hold me down? And through time, she's proven when I was down and out, she stood there. Mm. I could go broke today, and she's going to be like, all right, how the fuck are we going to figure this out? Right, right. You feel me? And she showed me time and time again that the money doesn't matter. Right. Fuck all. Like, she told me plenty on plenty different occasions, nigga, fuck all of this shit. Right, right. As long as we're together, we're good. And so, I and and I pray that I get to a place like that personally because I feel like that's where I was at one point, mm-hmm. and I feel like even though I'm I'm in a good place, a piece of me still feels like I'm in survival mode mm-hmm. because I'm in survival mode. Like there was doubt that was placed there, not on me, mm-hmm. that I placed on me. It was just doubt that was placed, and it's like. And now that I'm a bit more agile and confident and swift about what I'm doing and I'm no longer in that place, it's like I always got to make sure that I'm good. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to feel like like I uh, I put something to the to, to this effect on my social media. Like, hey, people really get crazy in the comment sections. Yo. I just don't even like nothing no more. I just let them talk. Um, <laughs> that ass. I'm like, I can't get involved. I'm just putting up the post. I don't want to feel like I'm at a place where I can't function without the person. I need. I feel like I actually need to be able to function at a higher level when I'm not with them because I need to. I need to feel like I'm functioning for me and possibly for what they would have helped me do. Like, hmm, like how niggas be like, what would Jesus do? Like, hmm, what would my partner do? They're not with me right the second, mm-hmm. but I need to. I need to think for me so I can get out of this whatever this is, but also rely on what what they have done or what did they do in the past. But I never want to feel like I am so dependent on them that I feel like if the situation doesn't work out, I can't function again. And I feel like it's good that I've been in relationships in the past, as you guys know, where, you know, y'all would be like, yo, you dodged a bullet. And it's like, or like, yo, like you actually propelled. And it's like, I don't think I have a track record. And y'all could correct me if I'm wrong, where it's like, well, this shit happened to this nigga. He actually looked, he slowed down. Like, he started to really change. He stopped doing what he loved. Just like, now nah, the nigga actually was going after his shit a little bit harder. Like, all right, well, 
We're just going to fight a little bit harder to keep it and maintain it. So I can't mm. be in a situation where I feel like I cannot never live without them. And mm. I feel like I used to be there like, I can't live without this person. Mm. I'm not there no more, bro. I think a I'm big part of really it, not a big part of it is understanding what role that person plays in your life. I think that's that's an intriguing part of it. Like you have to understand what role they play for you, mm. whether it be the motivation, whether it be the support structure. Yeah, somebody. somebody you feel me? Right whether it be that person that that continuously motivates you to do what you have to do. Mm. You feel me? And one thing I made very clear, and, and I could say this freely because that's just where I am in my relationship. I've always made clear what is important to me. I love music, and music is a very, very, very dominant thing in my life. You going to rap again? Nah. Okay. But music also keeps me sane, and it keeps me stable. So that's a part of my therapy process. So no matter what, that's never going to go nowhere. And once she came to terms with that, we're good. So a big part of it was her accepting who I was. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And accepting what type of mindset I have. Once she accepted that, then it opened up me to accepting who she was. Because now I don't have no fear about her not wanting to accept me for what I'm trying to do. So that broke down that wall for me to be like, okay, well, let me see what the fuck you're trying to do now. Right. Now I'm going to support you in whatever you want to do because you'll support me. You feel me? That's a very, very, very important. That's why I'm like, those, you have walls in your life that, that has, still has to be broken down. No matter how right. open it is. They still got to get knocked down. Right. And until those walls get knocked down, then you will get to that point where you'll be like, I know what role you play in my life. Right. And I need you to continue playing that role if I want to progress and become a better person. It's crazy because I asked, I asked that question because I feel like I'm at a point where I don't even know what I like anymore. Son. Like, I just been through so many situations with different You ain't got no type? People. No, <laughs> I don't actually. <laughs> but been Damn. through so many different situations with different types of people and people that I thought, oh, this could work out because they're the opposite of what I just dealt with or, oh, well, this one really compliments me on this facet and it always, not always, I'm not saying it that way because that's this is an overreach, but something pops up where it's like, What's what the fuck is up with this person? <laughs> so now I'm like in the spot where I'm like, yo, I don't even know what it's gonna take to make me feel like I want to settle down because too many situations or situationships where it's like, yo, this ain't work out randomly or this didn't work out because this person's bugging or this didn't work out, um, even though it had potential. So now I'm kind of just in this phase now where it's like, yo, what what do I even want? What do, what do I want to settle down with? Because it seems like everything that I thought was good for me wasn't good. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. That's an interesting thing, bro. I think it's it's hard, but a big a big part of it, I think, is is as we were talking about earlier, setting your expectations and sticking mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Man, like, rough. I think a lot of times we you I think everybody in general, as you get older, you we develop our habits and we say to ourselves, All right, I fucked with this chick before, that was out of whack. 
maybe that doesn't work for me. I'm going to go fuck with this chick. But rather confronting, or rather trying to understand what those bad habits that they have are and trying to figure out how to work around them, as we get older, we become less tolerable. Mm-hmm. So we're not willing to tolerate people and their bad habits. You yeah, I'm me? definitely getting to the point where I'm like, yo, yeah, you, you I bring felt, in a bunch yeah. of wild, wacky shit. I ain't trying it's to do it. It's not conducive to your health at the end of the fucking day. I mean, it's, it's a good and a bad thing because it's, there, there, it's nitpicking that could happen yeah. too. That's like, very true too. Whereas like, yo, this person is, is doing X, Y, Z and that annoys me versus, mm-hmm. but does that rule them out? And they're doing everything else right. They just got this one annoying thing. Am I nitpicking that one annoying thing? Mm-hmm. Or is this really something that's not going to work for me? Well, Bob Marley does have a, a, I'm paraphrasing, I don't know if D-Flo knows the quote, where he's like, you know, everybody has to go through long suffering. You just sure. got to find a person that's worth long suffering for. And it's like, at the end of the day, I don't think nobody, none of us in here want to go in a relationship where we feel like we have to compromise like everything that we are because that would mean now like we're, 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 we're testing it, we're challenging our integrity like of who we really are like to the core just to be with this person. We are going into this, you like I'm coming to you and you're coming to me, we're making one thing. Now this one thing now, we have to give some stuff mm-hmm. to this one thing to make it mm-hmm. the one thing. And sometimes people are not willing to budge and there's a um there's that video that that circulates around every once in a while with Eartha Kitt and she's basically like why do I have to compromise why do I have to yeah, compromise yeah why yeah, why why do I why do I have sure. to compromise myself I think she was saying like her sexuality who she is and I'm like I hear what she's saying but when you get down to the nitty gritty I mean if you don't do certain shit that the person that you with just doesn't like and. Yo, y'all not gonna work. I out. mean, a relationship is compromised. It is compromised. Like you, you can't. It can't just be you two in your separate corners. Like yeah. there should be things that are sacred to you, yourselves as you are in a relationship. Right. But there are gonna be things that you're gonna comp. Like I know for me, I'm starting to come across girls that don't like the TV. I fall asleep with the TV on. That don't bother me. I know there's a couple of girls that I've spoken to where they like, yo, I don't sleep with the TV on. They don't like it either, but I do. Yeah. So and that's a, that's a, like a. All right, I'm 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 gonna say something real quick, and I think I didn't say that when I was explaining things, certain things earlier. One of the biggest things I think, ultimately, you have to understand too. There's mad shit. You y'all should know by now. There's mad shit about Tiff that pisses me the fuck off on a regular basis. Yeah, I don't nitpick at them because the bigger things that matter to me outweigh those. Right, right. So the more important things in my life that. I consider to be important to me doesn't bother her. Right. You feel me? And the major stakes in her life don't bother me. Right. So the small little things that I'm just like, all right, you're being annoying right now, or the nitpicking becomes something that just you have to deal with because people have, like I said, they have their bad habits. Is the major ones that you'd like, Yo, she does this one shit that I just can't fuck right, with. Right, I'm that. That's I it. I cannot fuck with that. That goes against what I am with. I just can't fuck with it. Then that's different. But if it's like minute things that you might just be like, you're being annoying right now. Yeah. But you can look past it. If you can look past it, bro, don't let the small little things bother you to a point because you also have to look at what your bad habits are that's and a fact. figure out whether or not that person is tolerating you and your shit. That's a fact. 
So that's especially that's, that's when you live fact. together. Like, I mean, I know for me, yeah. I'm an only child. Mm. And I've been I'm used to being on my own for so long. Mm. Like by myself. Right. With a lot of shit. Like, yeah. It I know that for me, being vulnerable <laughs> with with a certain per like another person, I know that I have that capacity because I always that's my desire. But it also is hard because what I think is a level of vulnerability, people still think is closed off. Like that happened with the shorty that you know. Yeah. You're your shorty's yeah. shorty. Like, like well, her, yeah. it became a situation where it was like, I don't feel you're being vulnerable enough with me. You're not being open enough to tell me X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, I thought I was being mm-hmm. open, but yeah. the extent that I felt like I could be open with you, that's that's that was it. That's that the was gamut. the gamut right, right. there. Yeah. But you wanted it to be another level at that point in time, and I didn't. I didn't feel like we were there. But um, and I that that's something that can come up in different ways. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I don't know, man. But- I also think too, to be honest, I know when they say shit like you know opposites attract. My they girl, don't. My, my girl tells me all the time, and I'm just like, it, it just boils down to who you like. Yeah, she facts. told me down to last night. I don't know how you do it, babe. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you do everything you do. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you do everything you do now because you just do so much. And, you know, you make your time, you know, we go out, but you dead make time for everything and everybody else. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you didn't go crazy. And in my mind, it just boils down to, all three of us are in here right now on a Thursday night. Niggas could have been in a bed. Some niggas are just driven, bro. Like it's a fact. some people are with people that will run with them to win the race. And some people are with somebody that they're with watching them win, like run and win the race. And the person knows that as long as they cheerlead their ass off, they're still going to be winning the oh, race, I'm too. A, I'm going to tell y'all some wild so shit right I, now. You know what I mean? I'm saying some real shit. Like, a, we are with people that some maybe they can't handle us being driven, bro. Mm. But they're with us because they know that because we're driven and because they know we're driven, that at least we're passionate and 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 we and we love what we do. Like we're not doing this because we're getting paid off this shit. We're doing this because we love it. We're doing this because we we know we have an end goal. And at the same time, we're doing it because this is the work that has to get done for what we want to see in the future. Right. right. So that's why the fuck we here. Ain't nobody mad. Ain't nobody like, damn, why why are we here on the Thursday? Nigga, this is our time to be with each other. We don't even see each other like how we used to. And we barely spend enough time together as we probably could. But, you know, life is life. So yeah, what you was going to say? I'm for? finna to rectify a lot of those things, too. Oh, though. nice. Um, but, yeah. But, no, I, I, I agree. I think I think that that does make a lot of sense in terms of, yeah, it's like your partner. And I was talking to somebody about that earlier. Your partner mm-hmm. is is going to either be that one. Yeah, that, run with you or be the cheerleader. I think the the one the people that you should be is either the cheerleader or the one that's like, Yo, I'm gonna run with you. I'm gonna run to with the something. end. And 
Say the real shit. For I'm gonna say it like this, and I, I don't know if she's watching, but if she is, then yeah, she's she, gonna she gonna know. Too, she's actually still watching. She's watching. Yeah. Dope. So I'm in a position right now where my whole relationship, I was with someone who cheerleaded me, mm-hmm. and now she's like, "Nah, nigga, I want to run with you." Mm. Oh wow! I want to be in the race with you, and I see her motivation, and I see her drive, and it's kind of dope because for me, I'm just like, oh. I would actually be be running harder now. Like, that's yo, what's that's, let's it's really actually run. a small motivation for me. Right, it's like yeah. it's like a small competition almost. Right, because it's like I want to still be a step ahead that I, I can still, lead you yeah, right, exactly right, and steer you a little and bit. Steer you right. a little bit. Nice. But at the same time, it's it's evident that the motivation is there. Right. So that for me is it's only making my desires just like look like I'm very you're proving you're proving to me that you know what. I see you doing your thing, and I want to be just as good or even better. Mm-hmm. So that for me is like cookie points. It's like this is great. This only makes me appreciate you that much more, right? And it only puts me in a predicament. Where I'm just like, nah. This it only compliments me knowing that this is the person I want to fuck with for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So you just get to see and the, if the, if the evolution of people. You feel me? It's it's kind of it's kind of great watching people evolve. Especially the people closest to you, and even your close friends, and watching them Facts. grow yeah, as the years go by, be like, "Nah, this nigga leveling up every time." And when it's when it happens to the people you love, it's it's beautiful. So that's a fact. Facts. Now I've been trying to get to this nigga little Uzi Vert for the last three <laughs> three fucking weeks. <laughs> we never, we never got, got to this nigga. nigga right? So we finally at this nigga. Um, so the nigga has been having label issues. That's why he's been threatening. That he's never going to put out another album or he don't want to put music out. And Rock Nation stepped in and is trying to renegotiate his contract. But what exactly happened? He was at the top of his game and then he... What? I guess he must have realized what his deal was and his deal was, was probably deal. fucked up. I mean, we knew that from when that record went whatever and then he got back with $900,000. Six times platinum. And, and we was like, nigga, but you, how miss, you, yeah. you missing money. Yeah. <laughs> You missing uh, you, you missing, you missing something. millions. You missing I mean, a zero, I, I, my nigga. I don't think he missing much bread. I just think he signed a deal and what the fuck is that? He signed for you? to I think he signed to drama and them and then drama has a deal with Atlantic. So <clears throat> you know, at the end of the day, when you're signed to a minor and the minor signs to a, right. a major, the checks divvy up. You feel me? But so, at the same time, too, I mean, we know this has a no-brainer. Nigga, you gotta read what you signed. I think he did. I just think at at a certain point, as you blow up, you want more. But I, f- I also don't think he knew what he signed because remember, he was a SoundCloud rapper. You see, True. yeah. So I'm saying, like, and then X said it. All them SoundCloud yeah, the niggas signed episode, bad yeah. deals. When they Yachty, got signed, it was bad. I don't Yachty think, don't know what is in his fucking deal. I think they somewhat know, though, bro. They know the percentages. Like, when they got signed, nigga, you know you were only signing for 15%. <laughs> no, they know the percentages. He didn't care. But the problem <laughs> is, too, I feel like, to be honest, if you put money into an artist and the artist sees what's happening, but the artist sees that what's happening to them is like, you set up this big ass show. But meanwhile, there's niggas that was at the big ass show like, yo, we about to book this nigga for another show. So now the niggas looking at shit like, damn, well, if the label did this and then I was able to do this off this one show that they booked and they seen themselves so much, they thinking mad bread is coming it's but not. then the label's like, no, nigga, we booked this for you. It's Our not, percentage is coming. It's not that, bro. Okay. I'm going to give you a prime example of what happens. You sign a deal. Yeah. 
Now let's just use round numbers. Thirty percent. You're supposed to get thirty percent, right? Mm. You're okay with the thirty percent at first because you're saying to yourself, "Okay, I'm going to get thirty percent of everything." But now, me as the investor is going to be like, "I'm going to give you thirty percent, right?" Now, I'm going to take thirty percent for myself. Forty percent is going to go to my distributor, right? Oh shit! So now we that makes up the hundred, right? So now you're going to sign this deal. This deal is going to be locked in for five years. Shit. Now, you as the artist is going to be saying, yo, this nigga helped me out. He right. pumped 100 grand into me. Yeah. I'm going to make back that 100 grand two months, three months. You pop, get a, a platinum record. All of us done made back our money. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens is the artist starts to think, nigga, you done made back your money already. Why is it that I still got to give you 30%? <laughs> so now the artist starts to, now you're blowing up, you're building clout, and now you're starting to say to yourself, why am I giving this nigga 30%? Mm-hmm. Like, he done made his money back. So why am I still only getting 30% even though I'm the artist and I'm the one people come to see? Right, I'm the reason why niggas so now, getting their money. Exactly. So now every time I do a show and they do 360 deals, so now everybody making money off the show, you're getting, you're seeing 20,000 people in the crowd, but yet you only get paid $100,000. Right. Now, any doofus or any silly thing like could work the math out of, 20,000 niggas by $40. Right. That shit is a that lot shit of bread. Is a lot of bread. So anybody yeah. could put the math together. Wait, this, they, these niggas about to make $2 million and I'm only getting 100K? And I'm doing 30 shows? Then he looking at the next nigga, the, 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 whoever, the president or the person who signed them, this nigga balling. Right. He making right. more money than me. Facts. How? When I'm the one doing the work. So I think what happens most times is that artists start to become big and they start to talk to other artists. Now, you two are artists. You're signed to a whole different label. You start but to talk to deals. You might have gotten a deal where you had more leverage. Yeah, you did so 70 you 30. Might, you got 70 30. So now you're just like, you're going to tell them, nigga, you getting 30? I'm getting 70 over here. Right. Like, Especially if you had a bigger <clears throat> record that summer than me. Exactly. Right. True, true that so too. now you're, you're looking at it now like, but your manager only taking that. But you know what happened when he linked up with The Weeknd last year? Is when he probably came to that epiphany, yeah. and then the XO tour life came out and blew the fuck and up, blew up, and he only saw a little percentage of that. Yep. Then and he dropped upset. that album. The album didn't do that well, and label probably told him like, "Yo, we we still got money to recruit we for still you." Got, and he they can't fat. They don't think it costs that much. And he's like, "Yo, fuck it, I'm not gonna release the album. I'm not recording yeah. nothing." <laughs> Either that, or he tried to renegotiate. Before his contract term was up, and they wasn't with it. So he was just like, "Yo, I done made y'all twenty million dollars. How the fuck I only made fifteen? I only made one point five. Nah, I want instead of fifteen, I want twenty seven percent." And they was like, "Nah, nah, nigga, your contract term states that we're not doing that. Now you want to beef with your label, which never works out. Yeah. And, and then you made it budget. public. Yep." That happened to him. It happened to August Alcina. Right. All these artists you see that happen to is right. that they blow up and then they want to renegotiate their original in the, contract. In the midst term. of the... In the midst of that blowing up and the label is like, my nigga, like, you said you were okay with this for five years. Right. You, you, didn't, you didn't believe in yourself. You didn't believe in yourself. We mm. made it happen. Now that you believe in yourself, you think you deserve more. Mm. Wait till your contract rides out. And then we could renegotiate. Right. And then what ends up happening is they have two flops, because that's what happened in August. Yep. He put out two CDs that didn't do well. Because the label mm. was just like, do it yourself. Mm. Hey, 
Well, that and and sometimes you lose that you lose that fire, I and sometimes you lose the fire too because artists, you know, they get my my biggest thing with artists, and we all artists. Sometimes artists feel like they know it all because they see so much shit happen. They feel like you know that first year. I mean, l- listen, Drake fucking said it the best. Um, I'm paraphrasing because I just had it in my head. Basically, my nigga, like, you know, uh, you better get it while you're here, boy. Because all that hype won't be the same next year, boy. And basically, what the nigga said, and he said it on, like, his second album, was like, nigga, if you knew that you was that nigga in year one, nigga, don't compare year one to year two. Year two could be flop year. Year two could be niggas ain't heard of you. Niggas don't know who who you are. So you got to really know what you're getting yourself into. And sometimes, too, niggas is going into these labels, I think these meetings, blindsided. Like, they think they have a game plan because such so-and-so told them certain things or they looked at some person or they spoke to somebody and they told them, yo, this is what you got to do, this is what you got to say. Niggas thought it, was, it would be the same situation because their man was like, yo, this is... This house gonna work out for you. Mm. This is what you gotta do. X, Y, and Z. I feel like it's a back and forth though. I feel like if I'm the label and this marketing scheme worked the first time, right? And now we come back for your second album, and I'm like, yo, we gotta roll out. We gonna do this. We gonna right. do that. You rolling like, nah. Mm-hmm. This is my ideas. I wanna do this, that, and that. Me as your marketing rep is gonna be like, a word. <laughs> okay, let's do it your way. All right. Let's see how it works. But and now it flops. But that's the problem. And then. It flops, bro, and then niggas is mad at the label. That's the that's all. Like, that's how you. That's mad at, what like, happens. You, you mad? You you mad at management? Like, that, like you just, came in here and said crazy. our plan of strategy wasn't going to work, so we ran it with yours. You came in here with your peoples and talk about you got your own shit popping off. Okay, boy, let's see how it works. Now that marketing manager is going to go back to the senior AR is going to be like, hey, he has a rollout plan. And, you know, I'm not that confident in it, but that's what you want to do. They're mm. going to be like, okay, well, let's put the minimum into it. Right. Let's see how it pans out. And if it picks up steam, we'll put more. Right. So that original marketing manager might have had a plan that would have cost 500000 mm-hmm. Now you're going to be like, he ain't that confident. Now you only got 200 k to do it. Right. And th- this happens, and I think artists don't, they feel as if though, oh, the label didn't support me because you didn't follow the label's plan. It's my money, nigga. It's a two-way street. Like, you have to still go along what the label wants if they're the ones pumping the money into it. Right. You feel me? Like, if they have a, a rollout strategy that they think could work, just go with it, my nigga. Like, put the music out. Let them do what they do. We all make the money. We go home happy. Simple as that. You know, I feel like, too, um, going back to an earlier conversation that we was having earlier, if you look at artists like Chris Brown, I mean... His evolution is, I think, to me, by far one of the most unique evolutions because he has some dark moments where niggas did not know if he would have still been where he's at. And mm-hmm. he's not even in the same place as if he would have been if he didn't have certain situations happen. However, those situations not only helped change his music, but I think it changed his business acumen. It changed how he started to deal with not only the industry, the label. We saw over the years how his label had creative control. 
nigga, by album three, four, nigga, when fame dropped, nigga, this is all Chris Brown now. And mm. now, nigga, probably more of what he's been putting out is more Chris Brown to the point where Chris Brown is signing uh, people like uh, Seven even, Streeter and shit. I don't think it's just Chris Brown, bro. I think he has a great team behind oh, him. Yeah, the team. And they're like, nigga, you do what you do. Let us focus on putting it's your music It's also about out. learning how to play the game. Like, I think, and he learned. Like, Uzi, I don't think Uzi is in a place yet where he has enough leverage to tell or dictate certain things with the label after signing whatever he signed originally. Even though the tour did what it did. But from his original, he doesn't have that leverage yet. Like, if he would have signed a different contract in the beginning, then cool. Right. Unfortunately, that last project he put out was, was mediocre. Okay. So he lost some steam. He lost that EXO tour life, blew up. The project, eh, not so much. And so you lose steam when you put out some some projects and it doesn't hit the way they're projecting and this, that, and the third. And so now you're trying to tell people, well, no, this and, and that and the third needs to happen. And sometimes the label will be like, all right, cool, we'll do it your way. And sometimes it works out. And sometimes they're like, no, we're not doing it that way at all because we're going to lose money. money yeah. We see we're going to lose money doing it the way you're... You're trying to do it. And then that's where the artist is like, well, then fuck it. I'm not putting nothing out then. So yeah. now what? Now what we going to do? And the label's like, all right, cool. All right, cool. Yeah, you going to have to put something out soon? Soon. You gonna be you still under contract. You still, exactly. And that's what messes most of these artists are going to be like, I ain't going to do it. Okay? Shelf, you go. Yeah. Right <laughs> you, there, my You're still under our contract. The next contract. thing you put out is still coming still back coming to back us. Still coming back to us. So you mm. only going, you can leave. You can put out an album on a different label. Take that exactly. And that's where I think Uzi was at because now it was I retired from music because clearly he didn't get what he wanted and he pulled that. Well, I ain't gonna put nothing out then. And they potential. they said, okay, <laughs> nigga, okay, what, nigga, we will remaster your shit and put some shit you recorded three years ago and put that shit out. Stop playing with me. Like, hey, you gonna make this money back? Like, they 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 don't understand how the game works, man. I just had an epiphany. About something. We'll talk about it after the show. Got you. <laughs> Thank you, D Flo. <laughs> so do we want to recap us or do we want to do a telecut review? I mean, we could do a telecut review, but we just gotta talk about it briefly. I mean, you ain't see it yet. So. I don't don't fuck it up for me, man. Do a telecut review say, after. I'm not even gonna give anything in the movie. All I'm gonna say is this movie not only was not not only was this movie not for everybody, but just like Jordan Pill said and he had like some speech the other day with some of the cast members. If there's an us, then there has to be a them. So you can't just look at the movie one-sided and be like, us, us, us. It's like, what, like, today I tagged um, I, I tagged uh, the us movie, and I also tagged T.I., and I was like, it's so crazy. Last year, T.I. dead made a whole fucking album called Us or Else. And then a fucking year later, this movie comes out, and I'm I'm seeing compare because I heard the album. I'm seeing some comparisons from the movie from what Ti's talking about, and I'm just like, we've been like elating to it, like alluding to it on the podcast. Like we're going into a place where I don't know if we're really ready for in terms of America and technology and all these things that are now like bringing like 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 being brought to the forefront because. Some of it is still a lot of desensitized, and you did say that we're gonna have to get to a place where the whole thing with Cardi and you know shit like that become normalized. But 
the way that movie got niggas fucked up, bro. I, I don't, I don't know. I gotta go watch. Yeah, it. I don't know. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't don't fuck it up. So all me. I'm gonna say is is I know. I know there's a bunch of mixed reviews out there, yeah, but a lot of I mixed reviews. I feel like the mixed reviews come from people expecting Get Out Part Two. Right. Yeah. And that's this is this was fun. And this was not Get Out. I think it's. I think what Jordan Peele is trying to do is attempting to do is create a, his own lane of being able to tackle every genre of movie mm-hmm. um, in a way where he's highlighting black cast. Yeah, and we appreciate Th- That's his yeah. mission. His mission is not to continuously make the same type of movie, although the elements of it being a thinker and, you know, a thriller slash horror is in there, mm-hmm. I think his mentality is I'm going to keep pumping out movies that may have some type of social commentary, mm-hmm. but more specifically, highlight black cast in areas of film where they're not normally highlighted. So, yeah, so like yeah. this is considered like a horror. Yeah. And if it, it feels like a horror in some in some parts. It's a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, it is a horror movie. How many black movies out there do we have that are horrors? With an all lead. Well, true, true, true. Yeah. You, you're all, right. all black all, lead yeah, cast. All lead cast, correct. And it's not comedy horror. No. Exactly. And, and what I thought about this whole thing is that instead of Jordan Pitt, which actually he's a genius for this, because I don't think this has been done the way it has in this movie. The entire cast, all the principal roles, is the black family versus themselves. He didn't have to typecast. He didn't have to say, we got to get lookalikes. He had them play themselves in reverse. So I would like to know, or even sit down, like, what was the thought process behind saying, you know what? You're going to be yourself this whole movie, but you're going to also play yourself trying to hurt yourself. And we're going to show how those worlds coincide in one movie like i didn't feel lost in no part there are some parts that you look like like there's a part where shit is like i don't know what this means but i know i know there has to be a meaning however he definitely did have niggas uh quoting bible scriptures to us and i was like okay we've got to go in the bible because i see a lot of bible references going on something you know dealing with god okay gotta find out what this is but yeah but but yeah i think that yeah, you that's, gotta watch it that's the that's that's the thing. Don't go into if you haven't seen it yet. We'll do a full tale cut review right. later. But if you haven't seen the movie yet, don't go into there thinking that you're gonna see Get Out. Right. Too. And if you haven't seen Get Out, you should probably watch Get Out to understand the world of Jordan Peele. Right. Yeah. Right. Probably, but that probably. that ain't it. It ain't yeah, Get it, Out too. Yeah. It's not Get Out too. It's a whole nother premise. Right. A whole nother commentary. A whole nother expectation. From what he wants you to to right. leave the theater feeling and and want like to think about. I like that. He, yeah, I think it's, it's thought provoking. I think he's, it's he's, very thought provoking. He's doing things that that forces you to think about it a little bit. It's not so straightforward. And I like the yeah. idea that he's not making us think about the same thing. Right, Jordan, it's a whole yeah. nother lane now that he wants you to horror, think about. Right? Not even not even that, but like the message in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the message. He is, definitely has a message in his heart. It's a different yeah. message from Get Out. Like, yeah. I'll say this. Get Out was a message on race. Yeah. The message for us is not about race. So, I mean, obviously there's elements of that in there. Mm-hmm. But if you're you're thinking he's going to give you more commentary about race relations, that's not really the premise of the movie. That's not the goal he, was, he set for himself. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I think a lot of people went to the movie theater thinking, oh, we're going to get some more right. meaty stuff about race. And... Right. 
then they were like, I don't get it. Because That's why they said it was trash. Right? The, 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 the commentary there wasn't about race. So now you're trying to put certain things together race-wise, and it ain't there. That's not what it was. So now you're like, oh, I don't really understand what happened. This one is not as good as the other. No, it's a whole different commentary that you have to kind of wire your mind to really focus on to realize, oh, that's what the nigga trying to say. So, Jordan Peele is what Kanye West was when he first came out. I would say I could agree with that. And I'm going to tie Kanye tomorrow. Hot take. A brilliant, yeah. brilliant mind. Jordan Peele is bending the envelope right now. And he's letting us know, I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel. I'm trying to actually make you see that this wheel could do shit then more than just spin. Like this shit can do other shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. He's literally taking the genre that we all know, we all support, you know, we all movie heads. I'm not really I am a horror person, but he got me looking at horror differently. Because, that, that's what I was yeah, saying. He has me looking at it in a way where I've never looked at it before because when we go to horror, sometimes there's like subtle messages. But it's not a over like a message that runs throughout the entire movie. Well, this shit has a message that. Well, to to add on top of that, it stays. There's a power because I'm not, I'm not a horror person because horror movies are funny to me. They, like they don't <laughs> yeah, do anything. You be laughing? To me. They don't they don't scare me at all. Oh wow! But there is a power with seeing someone that looks like you mm-hmm. and seeing them put in situations where it looks like they may not make it out. True. You get a different feeling than me watching a white like person. a white family yeah. go through some of the shit and seeing like a, a family that same. looks like you, yeah. you literally start thinking the same way you would probably think. I'm sitting there thinking, oh, he's white, so he's gonna right. he's gonna go into the alligator's mouth. Like right. <laughs> that's right. how I'm looking at it. Yeah, like oh, he's gonna go he's gonna be running through this forest and shit the tumble on. Hey, but she's, she's going for man, and, and the, seeing the black family's like oh, if she falls, she gonna spend get the right the fact fact get right back up. Fuck that, like that's not going. That's not how a black person would do it. And so, like just seeing the the roles switched in that capacity is really interesting. Yeah, but uh, tough knot, tough knot, um. Don't allow things that get you mad for the moment destroy what you're trying to build for your family in the future. Mm. That's a tough now. Good one. I'm going to talk about pro- procrastination for what would dad say? Procrastination. Don't let things build to the capacity that they suppress your ability to be great. If you let too many ideas that you want to do slip between your fingers, if you let too many, too much work pile up that you can't get to the top of the hill because you're doing so much, you're trying to get this done, get that done, get this done. All of that does, all of that just brings you back and it it keeps you from reaching your end goal. Instead of you Getting your business off the ground in a year, you end up getting your business off the ground in five years. Instead of making that relationship work uh, and and getting through that issue, that issue gets buried and suppressed, and then it pops back up, and you you got you go through the same cycle. There's something called a karmic loop, where it's like if you don't learn your lesson the first time, that shit is gonna come back around in a whole nother face in a whole nother body in a whole nother situation and you're gonna have to face that same thing over again. So 
So don't procrastinate with the things that you need to get done. Just get them done. That's what Dad would say. Yeah, man. So, yo, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Dads and Bowties. We will be back here next week, Thursday. Facts. And guests will be coming back soon. Big but facts. honestly, I like it when we don't have guests. Yeah. <laughs> but we we, we got a <laughs> we have a very special guest lined up. Um you've seen her on the purge. Oh shit. And uh speaking of horrible. Yeah. Yeah, she'll be yeah. she'll be uh popping up. I'm not gonna say who because I ain't gonna jinx it and then she got some shit to do. Right. But um I'm excited for her because she's fun. Right. So also shout out to my guy Eric McKay. I called him yesterday. I was very excited um, that he is on that hit TV show right now called The Blind Spot. He also he plays one of the main characters. Lit. Nice. Uh, yeah. And speaking roles, shooting people out. So I was Got to get him on here, man. Um, R- yeah, man. R.I.P. R- R- to my guy, Siddiqui, man. So Siddiqui and I knew Eric very well. Eric was like father to Siddiqui. R.I.P. to my guy, man. Um, and also shout out to Eric McKay because he also landed on season six of fucking power. Lit. Yo, Eric. Yo, I love you, big bro. You doing You're it? Out here working, son. You in your forties working? You on your fucking Freeman shit? Boy. We gotta get um, Damn. we gotta get Element up here too. Shout out to my guy Element doing amazing things. I just saw you did that press conference thing with Nick Cannon. Yo, you out here, man. Element. Yeah, we gotta get Element you know, like, on here real quick. Um, but yeah. yeah. So more dad hats and bow ties. Definitely, we ain't taking no more breaks. That's yeah, for certain. That's it. Um, we only gonna be building. You are gonna see some, some new changes starting next week. Yeah. We we got some new equipment, um, and yeah. possibly possibly summertime, you might see something else. So we gonna we, we gonna keep it on the hush. Yeah, we gonna yeah, we gonna, just gonna know. We gonna we gonna we gonna just let it vibe out. That sex tape drop, huh? <laughs> All right, All right we out. <laughs> Good night.